emails. A program where you send in your emails uh, tangentially related to Star Trek, and we answer them or just read them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just a like a book club. We just read the emails. We just read the emails out loud to everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Josh. And joining us today... Oh, we, we have a guest. Shit. I, we fucked it up this time. <laughs> yeah, it was our, that was our fault. Joining us today from the wild, wild world of near Boston somewhere is Mr. Kevin Cole. Hi, I'm Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Great. was he was in the fucking chamber for that one, ready to pull Great. that trick. <laughs> Great intro. Got it right this time. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed Wait. it. It was, it was agony. <laughs> you shouldn't oh, hold it, it in. It's like a sneeze. Don't hold it in. <laughs> Kevin Just, is is was also on our episode of M Class Podcast if you missed it, so go back and listen to that for even more Kevin goodness. Why haven't you listened to it? Some people do this one first, actually. If you can, do they really? It, you can get it a week early on the same day as the regular. Oh, that makes podcast. sense. Damn. But sometimes there's questions about the episode. That's weird. And you can get it early <laughs> by heading on over to Patreon.com/slash/MClassPodcast for as little as five dollary dues a month. <laughs> it could be yours. Do it early. So why don't we hop into them emails, fellas? Which one's first? <laughs> our, f- <laughs> our first email is from Phantom Thief Goofus. Goofus! I love Ke- that Goofus. FTG. <laughs> FTG. FTG. F- <laughs> is it F? Is it really it's an P- F? Or is it, is it P? Okay. <laughs> it sounds like F. It's fun. <laughs> P- P- I can't get as excited about PTG. PTG. PTG yes. sounds like an affliction. It's like a disease, yeah. Uh, he titles this email Rivers in the Space Desert. Hmm. Ahoy, Trek Boys. Trek Boys. Trek nice. Boys. Trek Boys. <laughs> it's your favorite cool space criminal, Phantom Thief Goofus. The studio audience loses their shit for like a solid five minutes, and I stand there awkwardly. I start to say my next line, but the audience is too loud. Josh was just talking about Holy shit. (laughs) That's weird. It happens every email episode. It's it's so weird. How's it going? (laughs) Good. (laughs) Hopefully that space polar vortex isn't slowly freezing your satellite to death. That's over already. It's already it's super cold in space. Nobody can hear you be warm. That's the line from that movie. I'm so behind movie. on the lore. From that movie Star Trek. <laughs> from that movie Star Trek. Six? Sure. Uh here's the lore so far. We're on a satellite, it yes. sucks. We're here because we suck, and you're here to make sure we do our jobs, but you yeah. also suck. So you just hang like... out and do the show with us. Oh, we're also orbiting the Doombug planet from uh Star Trek. Uh, nemesis. Yes. I feel. I feel like I got sent here to make sure you do, you do your jobs, but I also kind of got hit on the head with a pipe or something. <laughs> <laughs> now we're sitcom. <laughs> he has he has like podcast personality. 
and every, the first time he came, a pipe fell and hit him, and he did the podcast. So now every time he comes, we hit him with something. Is so this he'll a do Flintstones? Is this a Flintstones episode? It sounds like it's, I think I think it's hit with a bowling ball. And he turns into like a super sophisticated, right, or whatever. It oh, does sound familiar, actually. I think I think he does that. Um, I pitch it. The Cool Crimes Incorporated offices just got a new space space heater. Hopefully Ooh. Jerry doesn't break it again. Fucking and Jerry. Jerry's name has to be spelled in all caps at all times. Jerry. Jerry. I just wanted to pop in and say that the inner light was pretty great. It was mm-hmm. the best mm-hmm. episode of Star Trek ever. It's probably the best episode of this show, too. I mean, just saying, maybe go back and listen to it again. That was Try a good it. episode. Kevin wasn't on it, though, so no, fuck it. No, it wasn't. So I guess it couldn't have been the best episode. Six out of ten. Try it. <laughs> uh, where was this writing for that heroin planet episode and Wesley's mm. execution or the racist Africa planet? Not, not there yet. wasn't know. Didn't exist I'm yet. I'm guessing they had different writers. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there is like a point in TNG where like all the writers from the first season are just like never mentioned again they just fired them all (laughs) maybe um a big tar monster comes and kills them (laughs) (laughs) fucking (laughs) what's your speaking of what's your favorite goofy of the time thing on Trek I really like the very special episode with the heroin planet that episode felt like Reagan or Clinton broke into the writers room and (laughs) held them at gunpoint until they wrote an anti-drug episode yeah what's what's my favorite goofy Star Trek thing oh my god mine has to be the game that turns you into a mindless zombie that one just throw a ball into a hoop that's the game yeah it's got a lot of anti-video game propaganda, which is always fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is it Knife Flowers, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Remember back in the day when everybody thought Knife Flowers was okay? <laughs> uh, no, that one's good, though. I like that one, too. Uh, I don't know. Like, like, does it have to be, like, uh, goofy? Like, could it be just, like, silly? Like, Oh, yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, harmful. It could just be silly. Nagilum. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Nagilum. Saying his name makes me laugh. Because you see him and it's it's hilarious. Like, what the hell is it? They never Why? brought back that technology that they used to show Nagilum's face. They never Why? brought that back. <laughs> Why do they? Ha- Why is he a thing? Why is he there? Maybe Quetzalcoatl. Can I say Quetzal? He's like a real thing, though. Can yeah, I say Quetzalcoatl? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to. Like I don't want to like offend any ancient Mayans that happen to be listening to this. <laughs> uh, is it Mayan or Aztec? I think oh, it's man, Aztec. Look. Actually, or is it Inca? Oh god, I get them confused. I'm sorry. How do you spell Quetzalcoatl? <laughs> what? Uh, so, oh look, they spelled it for me. I oh, would awesome. not have guessed. Uh, yeah. Mesoamerican culture. That doesn't help me. Aztec. It's at my. It's like all of them. They That's, all love this guy. Oh, everybody Damn. loves Quetzalcoatl. My boy Ketsy got around. Ketsy. Except the Enterprise staff. They probably don't like him too much. No, he turns into a dragon and flies at like warp twelve. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How did he not turn into a catfish? Dude, I don't even know. Kevin, what's yours? Um. I'm trying to think because a lot of the ones that are like kind of topical that are that uh, don't really hold up now, I still kind of like. Like mm-hmm. Drumhead is sort of like that, where it's like uh, like about McCarthyism, but I guess that wasn't super topical at the time. No, um, 
uh, I don't know. Uh, Hadley brought up the um, the the planet where gender is illegal, which yeah, like can be seen as like sort of trying to comment on like um, gay issues at the time, mm-hmm. and kind of does so admirably, but also kind of does so goofily. Um, I don't. I'm not really. I'm not really sure. I do love the video games are bad one because I love every episode where video games are bad. <laughs> it's <because> so <laughs> great. The it's arg- so great. <laughs> the arguments are always so weak. It's always it's, just I don't understand thing. It's <laughs> just parents being on. mad. Yeah, just <laughs> mad parents is what the episode is. <laughs> My kid plays the games. Fuck. That's all it is. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like Star Trek is usually so like forward thinking. Right, their whole ship is a fucking video game. Like, what are they doing on it? That's the whole thing. They just Um, completely fucking pulled the rug out of that forward thinking. They were just like, a new technology, it's bad. Kids are gonna get addicted. Is there a good Star Trek video game? Apart from Bridge Simulator, which is fucking awesome, but... Uh, Star Trek Online? Oh, Uh, right, yeah, yeah, you're right. (laughs) The Star Trek point-and-click game that got released as the Star Trek Anniversary Edition... Oh shit, is that good? Mm. That's actually really good. It has nice. all the same voices. It has all the original series actors back and it has like storylines that they didn't get to do. Fuck, that's awesome. It is really Star Trek cool. Armada 2. Is that Did the one you where guys? you fly a little ship around? It's RTS. Yeah, oh. If you didn't know that. Oh. What is the name of the like strike team? Star Trek? Oh yeah. What was where, that? It's like a first person shooter, but apparently it's really good is what I've heard. There's the You're a first-person shooter. <laughs> uh, you fucking got me. There's fucking. the Borg game and Fun World. <laughs> oh, Elite Force is the name. Uh, yeah. Star Trek Elite Force. There's I get that confused with the Star Wars uh, Elite Force forces special. I think what it is might it? have been made by the same. Yeah, like, it might have been company. the same thing. I'm not sure. Where you were like a, a elite stormtrooper guy, right, or like a whatever. Um, well, he signs that email. All right, I'm gonna kick it. This phantom thiefing doesn't get itself done. Oh, phantom thief goofus. The thief minds, you know. <laughs> Founder and CEO of Cool Crimes Incorporated. Damn. <laughs> Thanks. And there's FTG. also a little ghost right next to. Him. Thanks, FTG. <laughs> Standing by it. He's gonna start doing it. It's he is gonna do it now. <laughs> It's like when when P Diddy changed his name to whatever. It, wait, Puff Daddy changed his name to P Diddy, and then to Sean Combs. He just went by Sean Combs again. That's yeah. That's when he wants to be serious. <laughs> P Pop a Diddy Pop. That's when he's on the uh, the uh, Godzilla soundtrack. <laughs> uh, okay, like the so- Wallflowers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the wallflowers were on that. Oh my god. I feel like god. the wallflowers were on every soundtrack during the they, 90s. They uh, should be. Yeah, because they fucking rule. What's more awesome than that band? One headlight. It's about your truck only having one headlight. It's like you're only seeing half the road, man. Holy shit. I, I actually like that band. But anyway. <laughs> Yo, I'll go to bed for wallflowers. Yeah, our uh, our next email is from Steve. Hey! hey. 
Steve. Who's, who says, hey, you rascally rapscallions. Rascally that's, rapscallions. <laughs> that's generally, yeah, that's how we do it. Uh, I was rereading the awesome Marvel Earth-X series that came out back in the day, and they mentioned Counter-Earth that the High Evolutionary created back in 1972. I totally am following all of this, but Kevin isn't, so maybe you should explain it for him. Uh, it was just like Earth Prime with only a few subtle differences. Galactus ate the goddamn thing anyway, but I digress. Uh, it's like I think Planet I got X. It. Oh, from the X-Men? No, Planet X like Nibiru, the planet that really exists on the other side. Oh, of the like sun. they keep they keep finding all these fucking like rogue planets and shit. No, there's a conspiracy theory. I didn't want to get into those, but I will. Oh, okay, sure. Let's. Let, I believe it. Whatever it is, I believe it. <laughs> no, there's like, um, there's a conspiracy theory that literally one lady wrote a blog about once that became this big conspiracy theory about there being another Earth on the other side of the sun. And because, oh, I've heard this. Yeah, because heard we this. rotate at the same speed, we never see it. That's how but science works. It's like <laughs> speeding up, and eventually it's going to crash into our world. Oh okay. God. And it's kill us It's the perfect crime. <laughs> it's like killing someone with a pillow. <laughs> um, I don't know why. It's, it's like filling that. a pillow with too much hot air. <laughs> I don't know why I explained that, because that's not what happens on Counter-Earth and Marvel. But anyway. But Prime is like... The the one that we're seeing now, right? Yeah, like, it's we're, the one with like Spider Man and the X Men yeah, shit on yeah. it. Yeah, guys, I knew I know that. I have enough trouble pretending to know what's up with Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> we're being very rude to Kevin. He yeah, I'm so, sorry, Kevin. Extremely rude. <laughs> um, if you could create a counter Earth Star Trek original series or next gen cast with a few tweaks, who would you change? Uh, it's just kind of like that comic series, uh, what was it called? Star Wars? Oh, fuck. It was like, what if, like, uh, like, Luke died in, in one, right? Like, what the fuck? I have one of them. Fuck. Was it it's called a, it's What a, If? Because Marvel No, it's like, like a, gra- a graphic novel, uh, Star Wars, like, Galaxy or something, or something like that, where, like... Like uh, Han Solo goes blind in Return of the Jedi because he stays in the the uh, thing too long, the uh, carbonite too long, and it's like about like how the story changes because like butterfly effect, right? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I like. I don't it's think I've cool. ever seen that, but it sounds cool. It's like interesting, but it's like I don't know. I kind of feel like we have the counter Earth Star War Star Trek. It's like the JJ shit, and it sucks, <laughs> and I hate it. I mean, an easy one is Worf dies, Tasha Yar lives, right. That's great. So much goes wrong when Worf dies. Like, everything yeah. goes wrong if you don't have Worf. Shit, that's really good. <laughs> who, is, who is, like, the old geriatric man going to throw against a wall? <laughs> <That's true. laughs> oh, man, that's so good, though. Oh, God. Well, he's, I don't think that's what he's asking, unfortunately. But oh. I do like He's saying, question. like, who would you pick to be on the cast? No, he's like, like, how would you change the characters themselves? Like, his, oh, okay. his first example is make Kirk less rapey, which, Steve, be better. That's not how Star, Star Trek actually he's, is. Yeah, he's not He's not that. Kirk he's a gentleman. Kirk has never been rapey to anyone. That's just pop culture Kirk. It's not how he yeah, actually is in the not show. not real Kirk. Um, kind of how, like, Jesus doesn't fly. <laughs> but in everything else he does, he flies. 
I feel like uh, you could do um, so- something with um, uh, Vulcans, like, be like, yeah. Vulcans are, like, hyper-emotional instead of logical or something like that. Right. But that just makes um, them um, Betazoids, I guess. Yeah, now they're, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to change my friends, Steve, <laughs> I think is the answer. I don't expect my friends who are in Star Trek, and they're all my best friends, <laughs> to change. Spock has an eye patch, but he rocks it. <laughs> oh, I know. Spock kills three people in a mental institution. <laughs> Um, Picard has Wolverine claws. <laughs> that one's the best one. Jesus. Riker mm. and Picard kiss openly all the time. Perhaps that's the new best one. <laughs> I don't. I can't agree with Josh. I, like, I don't really want to change anybody. I, yeah, I love them all too much. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. I, I don't want anything. Actually, to change. no. I will change. Odo doesn't become like a soppy yeah. white bitch towards the end of the yeah. series. Um, Bashir only thinks he's genetically modified. He's actually just as dumb as everyone else. <laughs> he's actually been in a coma this whole time. Bashir being as dumb as everybody else would explain so much about his character. <laughs> Bashir being dumb but pretty and lucky. Like he lives yeah. in the bubble. Like from, from Proving drug. that you only have to be pretty and lucky to succeed. <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> Some things never change, even in a utopia. Oh, God. Yeah, who else do I want to change? Um, <laughs> uh, maybe I would keep Dax around. I don't like that she leaves. It's weird. Yeah. I, it's true. I'm, I've never, like, I like, I don't Esri's know. Esri's adorable, I but. No, oh, Esri's great. She's super but, cute, but, like, yeah. I never really got that into her as a character like I did well, with Jensia. Yeah. She's There's only no there time. for one season. There's no yeah. time. It's true. There's no time! <laughs> um... Nah, I can't, I can't, I can't, whenever I look at Deep Space Nine, I'm just like, I need more data, I have to watch all of this again. Yes, that's what it does. <laughs> I felt that way when we watched the episode, I was like, fuck, now I gotta watch, like, five of these. I feel like you're right, we need more data. Data should be on Deep Space Nine. Oh, yeah, uh-oh. <laughs> you could make, you could make, you could, like, push Q, like, more towards being a benevolent instead of, like, a dick Source oh, I love world. him though. Like, I would make Q more of a dick. You could make Q like, you, yeah, you could do like pure evil Q, which would be disaster. Um, <laughs> or you could do like Q is like basically good, but intervenes too much, and the Q continuum is hunting him for intervening too much and being. Ooh, that's good. That too. happens in Voyager, doesn't it? That like, yeah, yeah. But it's Voyager, so. So it's terrible. And it's also like they're shooting Civil War guns at each other yeah, for some reason. Because that's what the prop guy had that day. I they brought these Civil War guns. fucking North and South next door, so. <laughs> North and uh, South. Also, have you seen that ridiculous Star Trek versus Transformers comic book series from IDW? What reason do they have to fight? <laughs> yeah, what are they fighting about? Apparently, The Prime Directive says don't fight the Transformers. It says it right there. That's like number two, subset A, clause B. It, it apparently takes place in the Star Trek universe after World War Three, and then it flashes forward to Kirk's time as well. And they oh, they make some something called the Trypticon into a Klingon battle cruiser. I don't know anything about Transformers. It sounds like you've read this comic book. I have not. I'm reading what he wrote in his email. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the comic book. Yeah, I'm reading the comic through his email, <laughs> through osmosis. I mean, I would totally read that because it's ridiculous. And it sounds it's super funny. ridiculous. But throw, I don't want to buy it. Like, throw, just, like, uh, Mars Attacks in there or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Their heads explode. I yeah. love that movie. <laughs> uh, so no, none of us have read it. I didn't nope. even know it existed. I thought you said something about it. I heard about it. Maybe I heard about it from Steve though, because on Twitter he tweets. Maybe stuff. it might have been from Steve that I saw it. I don't actually like Transformers. I never really have. It's okay. They're robots in disguise, dude. What's not to like? <laughs> One of them is a car. Another one's a, a car. Cars. Then one's a jet. Also, a tape player. It's the 80s. Those will always be around. I do. I did like it when I was younger, but I never really got that into it. That uh, you've heard my theory uh, about Transformers crossing over with Fast and the Furious, and it both makes perfect sense. Yeah, I mean, that does that, make perfect sense. That's that all I want. Totally. That's a great idea. That's why the cars can do that shit because they've been fucking Transformers. You got a Nick Murphy style bleep that out on this one because that's a golden. I've said it before. I've said it before. <laughs> I think I said it to Nick. I think he like took credit for it. <laughs> it's like one step away from being stolen. J.J. Abrams is listening to this podcast right now, furiously typing. <laughs> He's like, "Dear Hollywood, I'm back." <laughs> After ruining Star Wars, I'll be sure to ruin the Fast and the Furious. The verbal abuse was worth it. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll go on The Daily Show and be like, you know, I never really liked Transformers. (laughs) It was just my vehicle to be able to make Star Wars again. I'm doing it again. I just like ruining things. It's my favorite thing. Um, our it's next performance e- art. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> it's performance art. He's the new Andy Kaufman. Uh, our next email is from Parrotmancer. <laughs> cool name. Cool this name. Is a great name. Hey, Trek Boys. Trek Boys. Trek Boys. I started listening to you guys for the catharsis of hearing other folks that just really hate the new movies, but stayed for the <laughs> often aggressive love of TNG and Deep Space Nine. Mm. It has been fun listening to your thoughts on shows I've been watching since I was a kid, and the lore behind Satellite M grows more and more insane and interesting every couple weeks. It sure does. What am I doing here? (laughs) Hit him with the pipe again. (laughs) Bong. Great. Uh, we have oh, no now con- I remember. We have no control over the lore of this shit. Yeah. It just happens, and we're here. It's like one of us has a hand on the wheel slightly, and then everyone else is like, no, turn left, no, turn right. <laughs> uh, anyway, I thought I would throw a pitch at or ditch it at Deep yes. Space Nine. Quark oh, becomes yeah. the head of a Klingon house? Uh, that yeah, that happens. Yeah, he does that. Oh, he, he says, it. oh, wait, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Oh, I get it. We played ourselves. Oh, man. I'm no good at thinking of these, so instead, how about, what do you guys think of Ducat? I always really liked him and his interactions with Kira, Garrick, and Sisko in the early seasons, Mm. but the whole becoming Bajoran thing was never really my cup of tea. Or maybe it was Kai Wen I didn't like, admittedly. I mean, do we like him as as a character? No. Do I like him as a character in the show? Yes. Right? Like, I yeah. love him because he's unrepentantly evil. He's like, a, he's, he's a great the worst. Villain. Yeah. yeah. 
He he's an awesome antagonist. Like he literally makes everyone uncomfortable everywhere yeah. he goes. He just like his <laughs> presence on the screen makes people uncomfortable, which is incredible. Yeah. But he's a he's a space uh what do you call him uh, Kevin a snake nazi. He's a snake nazi. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard. You can't just be like, I love Ducat, because it right. really like marks you as not that great. You know, I think Ducat did some good things. Yeah, yeah he's not. He's not the type of character he can really like uh, Heath Ledger Joker up. Like, yeah, no, yeah. It's like, ooh, Ducat. He's the bad boy. It's like, right. yes, he is a very bad boy. Yeah, he's the worst boy. <laughs> I love him as a villain. I love to hate him. Mm-hmm. Every time he's on screen is a pleasure and a pain. And it sucks that we have to, like, super go out of our way to be like, you know who's bad? Hitler's. Don't be a snake Nazi. (laughs) Right. Don't be a snake Nazi. That's living in 2019. That's the era we're in right now. Yay! We'll probably make it out of this. God, I hope so. I mean, we'll see. Wait, do you Uh, mean this this podcast? (laughs) I don't even know anymore, (laughs) Kevin. The space station? (laughs) Oh, we ain't making it out of that. (laughs) Uh, talk to you again soon, or, well, eventually. Parrotmancer, stowaway on board the USS Portland. Thank you, Parrotmancer. Why are you a stowaway? He's like, we get a lot of stowaways on this show. What's with the stowawaying? They'll just let you come with them. You just say, I want to go here, and they're like, okay. <laughs> Earth abolished money. It's hard to travel. <laughs> yeah, can, can you just ask next time? Be like, I want to go to the M-Class satellite. And they'll be like, sure, we'll set you up. All expenses paid. Yeah, because there are no expenses. Exactly. <laughs> Our next email is from Yakub. Yakub. And it's titled, Come on down! You're the next contestant <laughs> on The Price is Right! Trick Boys love- Edition! Oh, God, I wish... it was. Uh, do we have an at-home version of this? <laughs> <laughs> this is for the showdown. How much <laughs> is the following? M-Class patron-exclusive Discord channel with personalities such as Boston Sean and Spivzy. A vote on which episodes collection we watch next. Access to behind-the-scenes blogs and logo-less wallpaper versions of episode art. Shit. If you guessed $1 on patreon.com slash podcast, you're correct. Oh, man, Damn. look at this sweet free commercial we're getting. Fucking Yakub, thank you. Yo, those fucking wallpapers are great, though. I would have oh, paid $2 you. for those. I would have paid... I think you did, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually did. <laughs> uh, his real email begins... Oh, that wasn't real? That was all in your head, Josh. It felt real. It felt very real. This pipe is doing things to me. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on what pipe it is, that makes sense. (laughs) Can a fevered brain beat Discovery writers? Recently, I had a very high fever, and my brain was replacing reality with an alternate story, so I decided to You probably should have gone to the hospital at that point. That's (laughs) happened to me before, man, and it's not great. Uh, instead, he decided to tune in to Discovery Season 2. That's, that's I'm sure one one hell of a time to start watching that show. Apparently, this is a Season 2 Pitch It or Ditch It that he wrote while uh, fever high. All right, I'm ready for this. Open on a small interior akin to a shuttlecraft, but it's non-Federation. Okay. An alien crewman is analyzing readings on a panel and states that they don't have long. The, mm. the other crewman 
The only other crewman adds that even with rationing, the remaining water won't suffice. They decide that a distress beacon is all they can manage at the moment. The crewmen record an audio log of their story to play over distress channels in hopes that someone is listening. They were fleeing Klingon space and gave up most of their possessions to a human named Silt in exchange for transport. That's a cool name. Yeah, it's a cool name. Silt put them on this shuttle and set its course for their home system. While they were fine at first, the shuttle turned out to be understocked for such a journey. After the breaks, we see the aliens are withered. The craft is receiving a hail. A visual of Pike comes up saying that the USS Discovery received the distress message and they're willing to assist. Is he the captain now? Yeah, he the captain now. <sighs> they were I'm like, the captain now. <laughs> they, were, they were like, here's somebody you like, right? You like this guy? Remember him from stuff? He's here. After a second of elation, we see Pike turn his head and move his lips, but he's muted. He gives a stern look, and after an uncomfortable moment, Pike says that the Discovery is not going to deal with the Klingons in fear of violating the ceasefire. Mm. The crewmen look panicked and respond that they're not Klingons. Pike counters that their shuttle has Klingon designation, and the Federation has had dealings with Klingon species-altering technology. Shit. The crewmen request transport aboard the Discovery as refugees. Pike refuses again and breaks communications. Just give us the water, the crewman screams into the void. Can you tell he wrote this when he had a super fever? (laughs) (laughs) Give me the water. (laughs) I just need water. My brain is frying. I need water. At some, after some time, Pike's image reappears. He inquires about the name of the human that so, sold them the ship. The aliens respond, Silt. Pike comes back saying that the Universal Translator approximates what they're saying to wet dirt. He explains <laughs> that this individual is known to the Discovery crew and that he grants oh, the alien mud. transport. Yeah, aboard the starship, the All aliens right. urgently request water. After being given glasses, they explain that they need to submerge themselves fully. As a final shot, That's we cool. see them effortlessly swimming around a water tank and laying row. They're eggs? They're laying eggs in there? Oh, they're going to have to clean that shit out, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's my fucking tank, dude. <laughs> I'm, I hate to be the bad boy of Star Trek. The bad oh, boy of M-Class. Here we go. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't think that's a, a strong enough narrative for an episode, so I'm going to ditch it. I, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pitch it because I think it's a strong enough episode for a discovery. Oh yeah, okay. I'll um, pitch it. You're right. I <laughs> I like it. I like I like it. I think it need it needs something. Um, there there needs to be maybe more like miscommunication between them. You know, like maybe the aliens don't know how to talk to the Federation, and and you kind of like don't know what the Federation is doing. You know, I don't know. It needs it needs a little something, but I, I think it's good. It remind it reminds me of like isn't that story like about Terminator? Like James Cameron had a fever and he like <laughs> invented Terminators because he was like tripping balls on fucking fever. That's new to me. If it is, I think that's, that's the cool story. story. I think that's a fun uh, John. Uh, what's his name? James John Cameron. Mike. Fun fact of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, what about you? Do you pitch or ditch? Um. Yeah, this needs, like, something more than a twist that ends with and they were fish the whole time. Um, but, uh, I don't know. It, it seems kind of fun. What's the what's the fun and funny B-plot, though? Yeah. <laughs> Give me, like... Spock I, murders three people. <laughs> there it say is. the same thing. That's <laughs> hilarious. Same person, baby. 
<laughs> All right, pitch it. <laughs> if Spock doesn't murder three people an episode, we're going to be out of business, guys. How many people did he murder last episode? Two? Oh Two? my god, the stocks are plummeting! <laughs> we're behind one person! Oh my god! <laughs> um, he concludes, Loving what you're doing, boys. Keep it up. Yours, feverish you. Ensign Yakub aboard the USS Pyrexia. Get Ooh. well soon, Yakub. Yeah. yeah, feel better. Maybe you already do. I hope so. Dude, do you guys... This is kind of tangential, but sure. do you guys get, like... I used to get, like, sick, and I would have fever dreams where I was, like, super up close to something, and time was moving slow. Do you guys ever get that? Hmm. Super up close to something, and time was moving slow. Ooh, yeah, like, um, I, I, I would often, like, have these weird nightmares about things that just kept growing bigger and bigger. Yeah. And, like, the fact that they were bigger than me was, like, really freaking me out. Yeah. Like, like gigantophobia style. Oh, um, man, we are, like, fucking weird brains, like... That- now that I'm thinking about it, it's not like that, but, like, when I've had, like, a really high fever, I've been, like, laying in bed, and I'll, like, be staring at, like, the dresser, yeah. and it feels like it's getting, like, closer. closer? Yes, yes, And, like, that. I keep having to, like, shake my head and blink to show myself that it's still where it was. I would used to, I used to sleep and have dreams about being just next to something really close, like, and I couldn't move, and, like, time like dilated and I was like get like time was so slow and it was like the worst feeling ever I hated it like I read somewhere that the human brain is basically just a bowl of tapioca pudding that's attached to the rest of our body and somehow Delicious. it does all this crazy shit that lets <laughs> us move and operate I mean, so it's, if, it's not if shocking you, that we have that type of shit happen. Delicious. I was going to say, if you look around you, you could really confirm that hypothesis. <laughs> Wait, what? What am I looking at? We've met quite a few people in our journeys, our lives, <laughs> that prove that the brain is tapioca pudding. <laughs> We're all just talking mean on a wet rock. <laughs> talking mean on a wet rock. Kevin has these phrases that he says sometimes that, like, encompass all of existence for me. Oh, it's caused several problems on other podcasts, trust me. (laughs) He's heard all about them. They're so cute, though. I love them. What's a night egg? (laughs) Night egg truly does encompass all of humanity. (laughs) It is adorable, though. Really, when you think about what humans have accomplished... Since we were beginning, the beginning of time on this planet, night egg mm. is the apex. Oh, it's definitely. up there. Some people say that our brains are just night eggs. <laughs> a loose night egg is what the brain is. <laughs> oh, the loose night egg. Dude, we're all just loose night eggs that got too big. That's Think right. About Think about it. We're just apes be- with loose night eggs inside. That's all we are. <laughs> Might as well party. Our next yeah. email is from Hoteen. Oh, for fuck's sakes. And it's entitled Living That Risen Life. Do you know about Hoteen, Kevin? I, I, I've I've picked up some information on Hoteen. Hoteen's Romulan. Right. Ew. And we're big Romu racists. <laughs> yeah, we don't trust Hoteen. <laughs> I'll give him I'll give him a chance. But All he's right? been on Rise Up for like weeks now. Yeah. He's got a girlfriend now named Kat. Yeah, he, so he thinks, anyway. I've been trying to tell him she might not be yeah. your girlfriend. There are no girlfriends on Ryza. It's Ryza, True. dude. It's Ryza. It's like going to the strip club and being like, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> You're my girlfriend now. Wait. What? <laughs> Wait. She's not? 
he begins his email. Jeff, Josh, it worked. Oh, <laughs> hi, Ensign Cole. I've heard well, a lot about you. Oh, <laughs> Enough about that. So, I did that thing you recommended. I acted real cool. Like... <laughs> I didn't want to enter the bone zone, and Kathy was all like, Listen, Hoteen, I'm not sure why you invited me to the Temtibi Lagoon if you're not going to show me your Thaleron injector. <laughs> nice now take off back. your toga and get over here. You want a toga? You humans are into some crazy shit. Thanks, Hoteen. In the you Romulan Empire, we have two positions of intercourse. A cloak and dagger. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this guy rules. That's great. This is, this is but great. Kathy, wow. That's a whole other animal. The Ministry of Intelligence would be very interested to learn about this reverse cowgirl business. Oh, but look at me go on. I really keep forgetting myself. I'm a former sub-commander, after all. You'd think I'd be able to keep a tighter lip. Which reminds mm. me of this thing Kathy did. Yep, yep. <laughs> Oop, almost did it again. Kathy, guys. Kathy is just great. Oh, God, Kathy, don't ever break up with her team. <laughs> the sex is fantastic, for sure. But the afterglow, when it's just the two of us in the stars... Aww. We talk for hours about our lives, where we're from, what sort of ships we've been on. Oh, no. Uh, come to think of it, oh, geez. she's doing all the asking, and I've been uh, doing all the answering. Oh, no, she's a Starfleet agent. You trick boys. You tricked me, didn't you? <laughs> no, I don't know that. If you'll excuse She could love you. Kathy and I have much to discuss. Oh, fucking shit. Kathy's probably just gonna get killed now, and she's probably just a rising lady of the night who likes you, I guess. I don't know. Oh my god, Hoteen. You're blowing it. You're blowing it. Sure. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, like, be able to trust at some point, Hoteen. Throttle back, man. Tell Throttle her, the fuck back. Tell her the shield frequencies. Just tell her. She's just wandering... What yeah. are the Romulan cloaking frequency? Just what are they? And yeah. Just tell yeah. tell her the locations of the Romulan ships along the neutral zone. It's just chit chat. Yeah. yeah. That's look how up, we get off. Look up how to make a nice spaghetti and have yourselves a little date night. <laughs> Here's how you do it, Kevin. Uh, computers, nice spaghetti. <laughs> Please make me only nice spaghetti. Uh. Thanks for that email, Hoteen? Uh, I mean, it was going so well. Oh, fuck, Good man. Good luck to I, Kathy. I hope Kathy really is a spy, because I don't want this poor fucking Rysian tourist to die. Rest in peace to Kathy. <laughs> Our fuck. next email is from James. <laughs> That's not a funny name. No. <laughs> Dear Jeff and Josh. And Kevin. Hello. Nice, he knew. Hello from Scotland. I'm hoping to be the first Scottish emailer here. Nice! I mean, as far as I know, I think he you is. are. I think. Yeah. yeah. If you were the you first are. Scottish emailer, you better be James, because I'm not checking. <laughs> I mean, let's just say it's James. <laughs> some friends and I are part of a D&D &D Star Trek night where we meet up once a fortnight and play some Trek. That's nice. two weeks in Scottish. I'm so jealous. That does sound awesome. 
one of our crew told us all about this podcast, so we what? all started listening to it before we start the game each time. What? That's awesome! That's so cool! It's made for a really fun way to start our games evening and get our drink on, so thanks. Oh, oh yeah. do you do, like, drinking games? Man, that's so uh, fun. That's I mean, super fun. You gotta drink a little bit if you're gonna do a little D&D. A little, yeah, little d and in A little drinking, drinking. Hell yeah. <laughs> drinking and drink. And drink. <laughs> uh, for mm. a while, we used to skip the email episodes because the standard Q&A stuff normally gets a bit tired after a while. But a, a few weeks ago, one of the guys told us about some of the new stuff on the emails, namely the write-in characters in the season eight episodes. <laughs> you mean the real life that we're living in right now? <laughs> we're just telling you about our lives, man. Because this is actually happening? We're on the satellite? Uh, we absolutely love the updates from Tapon Drac and the gang, which have us all in <laughs> stitches. That's some organization and dedication there. That's awesome. I love Drac and the gang. I want to get Drac that and on the gang. <laughs> That's like the animated series of Drac's adventures. Drac and the gang will be right back on Saturday morning, kids. Um, but most of all, these season eight episodes from this rich guy. Are you sure it's not a plant like Kevin Cole or something? What? No, we did not know Rich before this podcast. Nah, we don't know Rich. Kevin rich Cole is a is not gem. Rich. No, I'm very poor. <laughs> and that's the podcast. Uh, this rich guy has us drafting up new campaigns around his story. Oh my fucking that's god, so fucking dude. Cool. That's incredible. Is there any way you could get him to make a regular feature of these? He does send them in every eight week. So. Yeah, I don't I don't feel right asking him to do that, but yeah, I mean he, does. he does it pretty often, yeah. Uh, we all He's love a gold these mine. religiously tuning in to hear the next one. His writing is a hundred times better than that dross that's coming out of Kurtzman and have us all <laughs> wishing for an animated series with those episodes brought to life. That's great. That's uh, awesome. That's so cool, man. Like, dross. Maybe, Maybe what he can do is, like, uh, just put them on a blog. Like, because they're text. Yeah. He can just put them on a blog for people to read. Right. Um, anyway, I haven't got any questions or peyotes, so I'll just say that you've got a whole <laughs> band of new fans from Not So Sunny Glasgow. Awesome. That rolls. Oh, thank you, James. That's I so want to cool. go there. Can we play in your game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll Can I just be me, though? We'll play characters that have multiple dicks, for sure. Oh, definitely. It comes up. <laughs> they both do. Oh, man. You guys are too good for this podcast now. <laughs> that's, not, that's not true. Um, our next email is from... Who is it? Uh, they don't say their name in the email. Okay. Do they not want us to know? Maybe Johnny it's Lightning. <laughs> it's just Hello. signed Stowaway in the Amber Amber Schlessel signing off. Oh, my God. They're really stowing away. That's like super illegal stowaway. Um, you know, a good criminal doesn't give away their name. Man. We're getting played by these emails. I feel like I need to check my bank account after this. <laughs> Are we getting fucking... Are we getting hacked again by Russians? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Are the Russians hacking us again? Turned out so great last time. You mean Romulans? <laughs> I mean Romulans. I mean Klingons, whatever metaphor they are. Uh, hey there, Trek boys and good boys. First time, <laughs> short time. Oh, hi. I started listening Hello. to M-Class a few weeks ago, only having seen J.J. Trek. After listening to the Pilots Collection, I decided to start watching Deep Space Nine, and it's great. Yeah, it There is. you go. Um, he's got to pitch it or ditch it. Sweet. The crew of the Enterprise D decide to blow off some steam in the holodeck after some daring adventure. They decide to take a trip to the hollow Middle Earth, but something goes <laughs> wrong. Worf arrives in the body of an elf instead of the orc he wanted to be. Picard is a hobbit, etc. Who who wants to be an orc? (laughs) Yes. Oh, and Data is still just Data because Data the crew. He's an ice man from the north. (laughs) That's a great callback to a previous. Thank you. That's one of my favorite episodes. Uh, Of course, he's an ice man from the north. Uh, Look at his skin. Uh, the crew learns a lot by walking in the fantasy counterparts of other racist races, not racists, shoes. Racists. I got you, I got you. What do you guys yeah. think? You gonna pitch or ditch that? It's kind of like the uh, uh, the Robin Hood one, right? Yeah, a little bit. But that that one's like more just like, this one's a Robin Hood adventure. <laughs> yeah, this is copyright infringement, but that. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool I, like crossover idea. Like, it would make sense, right? Like, it, Tolkien is like, a well-known author and Picard likes that type of thing. But yeah, I, you I could also like... just not brand it Middle Earth and be able to get away with right. it. Right. It could just be fantasy, right? Yeah. I feel like you could do um like Data is Gandalf. Um Worf right. is a hobbit cuz that's fucking hilarious. Yes. <laughs> um Picard probably like Elrond or someone like mm. You could do you could do a lot by like matching them up to various characters in um, in Lord of the Rings. Uh, w- w- one of the things uh, we 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 went on like a um, a vacation to test this RPG system I'm working on, mm-hmm. and uh, we uh, we played through uh, the Lord of the Rings, but we like shook up all the characters and had people like improv through uh, mm-hmm. the the journey of the ring. And one thing about, like, the story in Lord of the Rings is that it goes to shit really fast if one little thing falls out of place. Yeah, it's, like, teetering. <laughs> it's the line from the movie, like, the, mm. the it's teetering on a knife's edge, right? Like, everything's just, like, happenstance. <laughs> like, yeah. It's crazy. That's so you could fun like, as fuck, though. The yeah, it was really good. Uh, Boromir got the ring right away because uh, Frodo was in the bathroom and Gandalf didn't show up. Uh, that means... <laughs> That man, <laughs> yoink! <laughs> I'm powerful now. <laughs> like, Bormir is such high charisma that he's just like, I think I'm the best, and everyone's like, Yeah, it seems yes. Right. <laughs> you look like you are the best. Yeah, Arwen was starting to get a thing for Boromir. Aragorn oh, had like no fuck. reason to be there. <laughs> it was great, but yeah, like you could. And do I should die as one of them. <laughs> You could do something super fun with that. Oh, I guess um, Worf would be a dwarf. That makes it would be awesome. funny for them to like comment on like why they like why are they doing this? Like it'd be funny like for Worf to be like the orcs aren't orky enough, right? Yeah. Like yeah. why don't they just simply take over? You know, like what you know? It'd be kind of funny for that. I don't know. It would need there would need to be like a, a reason, right, for them. Maybe it's like a team building exercise. <laughs> And they're yeah. like, we've got to throw the ring in this fire pit or something, right? Yeah, it would have to actually be about something else. Yeah. Uh, in order yeah. for, but I, I love, I, I love 
Lord of the Rings a whole fucking lot. So yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'd, I'd pitch the fuck out. I'm like shamelessly, I love it, so yeah, pitch it. Yeah. I would pitch that too. I love Lord of the Rings. I like his or her, I don't know, their idea their. that um, the the fantasy counterparts are like completely mixed up and everybody's yeah. the wrong race for what they would want to be. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be hilarious and then <laughs> it would make it more difficult to work as a team because you don't right. have the same strengths anymore. Right, because you're not your personality of your character. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be super fun. Pitch that. It doesn't have another <laughs> POD. Oh, you could, I mean, to save money on the effects budget, you could also just do it like community style and just have them sit around the poker table and play D&D. Right. That would That's be great. That's fun. I think that'd be really cool. <laughs> they find this archaic game and they're like, there's some comment about like people yeah. used to occupy their time with fantasy realm because the real world was too horrible. <laughs> yeah, Riker's like in Alaska or wherever the fuck I'm from, <laughs> and that's a direct line from he the says script. That word for word. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have no holodecks. We had our imagination. The only holodeck we needed was our imagination. We and didn't my have abusive holodeck. father. <laughs> we didn't have holodecks in the Great White North or fathers or father. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that right, Dad? I mean, Captain. <laughs> uh, Peyote 2. We witnessed the holodeck program that started Barkley's terrible addi- addiction. The I bet exploration of the sexual revolution that is sure to have taken place at some point. Did they did they get that from me or did yeah. I or okay good because that's like my like I I love that I love that idea that it was like. I mean, it makes sense because, like, the 60s was a real sexual revolution, right? And, like, mm-hmm. that the original series takes place in the 60s. It would be cool to, like, do, like, a, like, a, this is what happened when they cured all the STDs. <laughs> People just went around fucking whatever the fuck they wanted. Everybody just walked up on the street and they were like, hey, you want fuck? Hmm? Sure do. Yeah. yeah and they did right that. F- and they did that for, like, a month and then TV got really good. <laughs> Game of Thrones came back. <laughs> um, thanks for that email, whoever you are. That was great. Yeah, I'd pitch that one, too. Yeah, I would also that pitch that shit out of that. Uh, we're not at an hour yet. We got plenty of time. Well, we're at like 50 minutes and 8 seconds. Damn. Our next email is from Colin Brady. Tom Brady's twin brother, Colin. Don't- Put him down like that. Hey, Tom Brady. How many sorcerers you got, Colin? Yeah, how many fucking sorcerers do you have? You handsome fuck. You fucking pliable bitch. <laughs> you elastic son of a bitch. His, his email is entitled, Enjoying Things Differently Than Most People. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it starts, Hey there, Trek Boy Trio. Trek Hi. Boy Trio. Did he know? Yeah, I oh. told everybody on Twitter. Oh, cool. Uh, I was wondering if you ever had anything that you enjoyed a great deal, but in a different way than most people. For example, I've been enjoying the new She-Ra reboot, but most of my enjoyment comes from some of the themes the show explores, such as how different people cope with trauma, whereas, from what I've seen on online fan communities, most, uh, most other fans really connect with the characters and their personalities. I suspect mm. that this is because, as a 20-something white dude, I'm not exactly the show's target demographic, but I still find this difference of opinion interesting to talk about with other fans of the show. 
Hmm. Do you have any hmm. similar examples? Are they Star Trek related so we can get this podcast back on topic? <laughs> <laughs> well, before we do something trivial like that, Josh, you watched She-Ra, right? I did watch She-Ra. I liked it a lot. Like, I watched I mean, it too. Yeah. Did you, did you like it? Know. Yeah, I liked it a lot, actually. Yeah, it was cool, right? Like, I mean, Seahawk it was the best character. Seahawk is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I do like Seahawk a lot. Because <laughs> he's just a stupid idiot. I love it. <laughs> And, like, oh. the part that killed me was, like, the last episode of the season when, like, the boat is flying through the air, lights yep. on fire, and hits the fucking bad guys. I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm yeah. all in on this shit. I loved it. Um, I, I've heard, like, I've heard, like, some grumbling about She-Ra where, like, people are expecting, like, you know, way more crazy animation quality. And I'm like, it's fine. It's a Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't. I'd rather it be cute and say interesting stuff that yeah. it be like fucking perfectly animated 10,000 frames a second. Yeah, they want like fucking high frame rate shit, right? The yeah. thing is like, compared to the other animated shows that are on TV right now, like this show is animated beautifully for the most yeah, it looks part. Cool. And, like, I think it looks cool. The character designs are like way better than most of the other stuff that's out there right now. Like, yeah, what, what I, the hell are you complaining about? What's the princess bubble? Princess bubble girl? What's her name? Spar- princess Glitter? Spar- sparkle? I think, um, I think her name is Glitter? Is that it? Glimmer. 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 We got there. Yeah. Uh, I like her design because she's very 80s. Like, that's yes. like oh, super yeah. 80s, right? Like, I, lo- I like her a lot too. Uh, I don't know. I loved it. I I don't know. I thought it was cool as fuck. I, I just love everything super... about. Sorry, go ahead. I just love everything about Bo. Bo is such a great character. Yeah. yeah. Bo I is a that... great character. I love that when he's introduced to us, he's like picking up Glimmer's room and folding. You you remind me of you remind me of him, Kevin. Oh yeah, like I was like that's I was like that's Kevin. (laughs) That's that's the nicest thing anyone has ever said. (laughs) I I said it because I said it because I knew you'd take it as a compliment, which it is. I I love him so fucking. Yeah, he's cool. The show Uh, is like ingenious in the way that it presents itself as well. Like. It's not just, like, the standard storyline of, like, character... Like, good character gains powers and becomes the hero. Right, Like, she starts out completely on the wrong side. Yeah. And learns from her mistake as the show progresses. And I thought that was ingenious. They do that in the Carmen Sandiego cartoon now, too. Oh, really? it's, It's a similar plot. Where she goes to, like, this superhero crime school and she realizes, like, oh, we're the bad guys. <laughs> that show, and she kind of, like, turns good. I um, need to watch that show because it's gorgeous. Like, yeah. the animation and the character design and stuff, the style is, like, amazing. Yeah. I don't know if there's, like, a thing that I like different. I, I, it's hard for me to say because, like, I don't know why people like what they like. You know what I mean? And I, I, sometimes I don't know what why I like what I like. Uh, uh, I don't know. So, uh, I've... I feel like um, when I when I like compare notes with my friend Hadley a lot, like they're more tuned into like like gay and non-binary culture than I am. So like yeah. we both watch Voltron, and like the like one of the seasons of Voltron, I'm like, oh, that's cool. They're kind of doing like a Ender's Game right. Halo style send up, and yeah, I can kind of get behind this, even though it's a little fashy. But like, it, like there's a little cool, fashy. Yeah, it's, it's a little, little fashy. Just a little <laughs> fashy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, they're they're taking an interesting direction, and, and like, and like some of the stuff is bad, but whatever. And right, I, I'm, I, and I'll bring it over to Hadley, and they'll be like, hey, 
Um, wasn't it kind of fucked up that they like immediately killed this gay character? And I'm like, I didn't even pick up on that. Right, right. So, yeah, in a lot of ways, like I have to continually remind myself that you know I'm a white dude where like most of culture is like tailor made for me. Right. (laughs) You're just used to being like that. That's the target audience: white male, eighteen to thirty-five. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. And when like. Uh, and like e- even when I'm watching a thing that's probably made for me, like the Vol- like Voltron, or mm-hmm. even when I'm not, like in Shira, like I miss stuff, and right. and stuff will go over my head, or I won't I won't totally notice stuff. But I like getting you know other people's takes on stuff because then I'm like, oh wow, I can now appreciate this or like be creeped out by this thing that's right. bad. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's I like that too. I like to walk in other people's shoes like entertainment wise like i mm. like when things like aren't about me because i get to see a side of life that i don't get to see a lot right like yeah like i like uh like hedwig the angry inch is like one of the only musicals i'll ever watch <laughs> and like because i like that like it's not for me and i don't know what oh, that's man. like right you know what i mean like you, you would uh you would really like sex education then i love that show that Holy show's fuck. so great I loved the fuck out of that. I, Zane started watching, and I was like, dude, you gotta, like, fucking watch this. She's like, I am. And I was like, good. And then we fought each other. <laughs> and now we're not friends anymore. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So, to answer the emails question, everyone's different, but sometimes we're not. Yeah, I don't... That's a, that's a really big question, and I, I don't... I wouldn't even know why people like what they like. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't like, know guess really or like yeah. it just and that can be kind of arrogant when you're kind of yes. like people like it this way but i'm different not that yeah. you are Colin. i'm not saying that <laughs> but like everyone <laughs> thinks they're different right a lot yeah. tonight apologies no, no you're you're fine you're doing fine um <laughs> are you popping bottles over there jeff I are you popping wish. bottles <laughs> fucking wish it's uh, it's five o'clock tomorrow <laughs> um <laughs> but i get what you mean like uh, it, I, I, for a long time, I was definitely like, I appreciate Scott Pilgrim on right. a whole other level because I am 23 and a genius. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most Scott Pilgrim-ass shit. Yep. And, and then, you know, I turned 24 and I was like, wait, Scott Pilgrim is not a, not a role model. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim no. sucks. Scott's a yeah. bit of a bitch. Like, he's yeah. awful. Yeah. Yeah, but, he's, but, yeah. But like that the the book the books are great. Like Scott Pilgrim's right. the book series is like really good for for like taking down that kind of idea and oh, yeah. and in a very gentle way. Scott learns <laughs> throughout that series. <laughs> Although he mostly just learns way. that he's garbage. But yeah. I mean at least we're they say it. It's not like you should yeah. follow this guy. He gets the girl. Right. But at the end, he's like, "I fucked up. Can we please start up like over again? Yeah. Like, like if if we still kind of like each other after all this bullshit we put each other through. Yeah. What else could go wrong? Right. Scott Pilgrim two book series two. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim again. <laughs> Scott, even more Canadian references. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim Junior. <laughs> oh my god. The Adventures of Young Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Oh man, that would be even worse. Putting that kid in high school. He's like twelve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. He's like Doogie Hauser. He's a doctor. 
um, even I, more I video game reference. That out. So we can get money off of that idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, this is nowhere near as like uh, important or smart or good of a thing, but <laughs> I uh, I feel like way to I, sell it. I feel like when I um, play Fallout, like I'm way less into the like mm-hmm. shooty being a desert bandit and more into the look at all this Americana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you on that, Jeff. I, I always feel that, too. Like, I find the, the killing the radiation monsters are, is, like, a hindrance to me, like, doing other things. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't want to go yeah, over I there. Wanna I just want to look at this. Yeah. I want to explore. I don't want to... Like, I don't care yeah. about being beating the game or, like, right. being super strong in it. I just want to see all the crazy, like, world. All the yeah, world. I want to see, like, the people and, I'm like... I'm sure a talk, lot of people yeah. do that. Yeah, but but I think there is a, a lot of people who just play it as like you said, like I gotta get the most guns. <laughs> yeah, and I mean the other thing is like maybe there's a whole subsection of people who watch like I'm big into old cartoons, and but there's a whole subsection of people who watch them the same way I do, where it's like all about picking apart the animation and the gags and being like, right. oh, that's hilarious, that worked perfectly. Like, look at this squash and stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of those people are called animators. I, and I know what animate. that is, but but Kevin doesn't know what that is. Could you explain it to him? <laughs> I totally know what it is, though. Squash and stretch is exactly what it sounds like. You, you're like figures, like, before they make a movement, like, squash inwards and then stretch outwards in the direction they're moving. Oh, okay, like, to run or whatever. Yeah, like, whenever yeah, okay. they do anything, there's always, like, a build-up to it that makes it seem like... More momentum, more realistic, or like more ridiculous. Oh man, I learned something. I mean, Kevin learned something. (laughs) Why is my head so lumpy? (laughs) It's full of tapioca, dude. Wait, hold on one second. (laughs) Boom! Oh shit! I feel I I feel like um, I kind of have trouble enjoying games sometimes because I'm always looking for shit to steal from them. Like, <laughs> th- like whenever I watch a thing, I either think about the person making it and what they were trying to do or right. the pressure they were under, or I'm looking for shit to steal, and I'm never, like, fully in it as much as I used to be. Sometimes I, oh, can, yeah. I, I am. Well, Josh, like, you've mentioned that about stuff before. Yeah, like comedy. I have a hard time watching comedy and stuff. Because I don't, I don't, I just want to, like, that's why, I, I mean, everyone's been, like, making fun of me for good reason about watching Riverdale so much but it's just mindless and I, I you like to need, worry about it you can just watch I just, and enjoy yeah I just need like nothing I need like input that just is like cookies right I just need yeah. fucking cookies I don't want to I don't want to watch like something that I'm going to sit there and be like oh that why did they say that or what is this or you know what I mean it just because my, my, my brain doesn't like I don't stop I don't sleep <laughs> I, you know, I just lay in bed and I just like my brain doesn't go to sleep, so I need uh, stupid. Because sleep is the cousin of death. I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> I know what that's from, but Kevin doesn't know what it's from. <laughs> it's Nas. <laughs> oh, it's Nas. Yeah. Oh. I don't I sleep. Known that. Cause sleep is the cousin of death. Yeah, oh, man. That was Nas. He was here. What? <laughs> Thanks for coming on the Bye, show. Thanks, Nas. <laughs> I like your wife, Khalees. She's also good at stuff. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> she's the milkshake. I feel I feel that way about comedy as well. Honestly, like yeah, if I watch 
a stand-up comedian, like, if they start doing callbacks too often, I'm like, mm. <laughs> oh, no, why are we friends? <laughs> no, no you, I'm talking about, have you ever seen, like, uh, Kevin Hart do stand-up? Oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah. does, a, like, a callback at the end of every single joke. Every joke, yeah. And yeah, it really grates on me. Or if, like, somebody does, like, the work into another joke and it just doesn't, there's Land. no, like, flex into the joke. Yeah. I'm just like, ugh. Like I can't watch comedy. Me. I can't watch comedy like a stand-up routine with anybody else. I can't be around people and watch it. My mom and 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 my stepdad watch comedy, and they always want me to like watch it with them. And I'm and I'm like, this is a terrible idea. Like I'm like, I can't watch this with you because first of all, you're old and you don't know what funny things are. <laughs> but I just sit there and I just like, I like crit- I criticize it. Like I'm like, eh. You know, and they're like, oh, you're such an asshole. And it's like, yeah, I am. Let's watch Riverdale. <laughs> yeah, I am an asshole. Why did you invite me to this? Yeah. Why am I watching this with you? Let's watch Cheryl Blossom. <laughs> like, it's... I hate it, in a way, like, that I can't, like, watch... It's, it's just stand-up, for the most part, because I grew yeah, mostly up watching stand-up. Comedy Central stand-up right. shows, like, back-to-back-to-back to back to back all day long. That's all they showed. And I loved it. Like yeah. I wanted, I still want to do stand up at some point. If I ever grow like some testes, like maybe I'll do <laughs> some stand up. But like, you I just watch- gotta start, man. You just get like, you just gotta get to a point where you don't give a fuck and just yeah. you're, you're in the process of it. I think I'm on the downward spiral to that, and hopefully soon, like I'll just hit rock bottom, and then I'll just do something. I'll just figure it out, or I'll die. <laughs> That'll be hey, funny though. Stand up or death. <laughs> <laughs> I I really love stand up too. I'm with you, Jeff. I also don't have the balls to do it. My fragile ego couldn't handle you being go booed. Full vaudeville and do a double line. <laughs> full vaudeville. Oh my god, that'd be great. I'm I'm gonna be like like a little too real for like an hour and five minutes into an emails podcast. But oh, like, shit. here we go. I, I don't know what the fuck I am most of the time. Yes, like agreed. I I make games and I edit podcasts and I'm funny enough for you guys to invite me on this show more than once. Mm-hmm. But I don't I'm not a comedian. I know that. Um because I can still enjoy comedy. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that makes you not a comedian. <laughs> it definitely doesn't make us comedians that we get bothered right. by some comedy. We do, we do satisfy the self-hating checkbox of comedians. <laughs> yeah. We do. That is us. I just, I don't know. Sometimes I like get weirded out where I'm like, I, I do so many things and I do none of them well. Yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> with, not, not that you do that, but I agree with that. You're saying my me. words out of your mouth yes. right now, dude. <laughs> maybe that's why we all hang out and watch Star Trek. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Like I don't know yeah. what the fuck I am. Like I, I call yeah. myself an artist, but I've literally never been published. I have no contacts with any sort of professional art world at all. Never been in a gallery. I have no credits to my name. Well, like, people have, people have and often pay you money to make that, art for them. Yeah, so that's that kinda, true. <laughs> that's kind of irrefutable proof that you're, you're in <laughs> the you're in the gallery of our hearts. Well, Jeff. I appreciate that. Like, <laughs> which I, is I like a, exclusive as fuck. If you know me, which you do, I do. It doesn't and, come it does, easy with me. It does me. mean a lot. It's, I'm a very, I'm an asshole. <laughs> it's like. Uh, like, I got smacked down really fucking hard the other day. Like, I'm not yeah. going to get all into it or whatever, but, like, I had my hopes kind of riding on something mm-hmm. to get, like, into the publishing world. 
And yeah. I sent an email about it and got a response a minute and 40 seconds later that just said no. Yeah. And that sucks. it was it was literally like I was on a playground by myself. It was me in a basketball hoop and I had the ball and I I went up to get it. I looked around. There's no bullies. There's no bullies anywhere. I'm ready. I'm ready to make this mm-hmm. shot. And it left my fingers, and a fucking bully with that home improvement kid haircut jumped the fuck <laughs> up and smashed that ball back into my face. Oh man, I'm sorry, man. That's yeah. I, uh, I man, feel like fuck them. <laughs> I, I feel I've the been feeling way. like that lately too. Uh, just because, like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Ever not to get super real. <laughs> no, I know I mean, exactly how you fucking feel, dude. Like, I almost couldn't pay rent a while ago, yeah. and like I'd kind of been like floating for a while, like, mm. oh, this is going great, and then it wasn't. Yeah. Yep. What the I fuck know. am I doing? <laughs> I well, mean, January fucking sucks if you're trying to sell anything. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. dragon sales out of people in January for hack was just absolutely impossible. And yeah. I had to, I had to really fucking push myself to like get up and i don't know like the the thing is like we don't have as much control over what we do that that as much as we like to think like yeah a lot of what we do i mean a lot of the reason why i'm able to make games is because i'm funny and charming and also i have a beard and glasses and am white and people think that oh yeah that guy can definitely make games like yeah that's that's why i'm doing shit you look like a fucking nerd you can make games Yeah, and and like, I I do make games and I can do it, so I am doing it. It's just like I I, f- I thought I would feel like a video game maker at this point, right. and I just kind of still feel like Kevin Cole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to me, you're Kevin Cole, video game maker though. That's oh, two inextricably linked things. I mean, you're definitely Jeff Pennington artist well, and I Josh Henderson comedian to me. I'm I, I kind of feel like a robot sometimes. <laughs> Like Josh Henderson cyborg. I wish I was a robot though. That'd be cool. I think you're. I think a lot of the times, Josh, you're you, like a lot of my favorite comedians. You're more like Josh Henderson philosopher. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I, I, I get. I mean, it's not. It's that's even worse than being a comedian, dude. Oh, nobody, yeah. nobody wants to hear that shit, right? Oh, like, yeah. ain't, like, ain't no one paying you for that. Yeah, no, no <laughs> one, no one get that. You might as well be like a like a hobo at that point. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just hard when, like, like Kevin said, we're all doing things that are, like, so completely different. Like, yeah. I'm I'm podcast hosting. I'm trying to be an artist. I'm, like, trying to, like, have a real life outside of the internet. Mm. Those, sh- yeah. those things aren't anything alike. They have nothing to do with each other. And I feel like where I'm splitting my time that I'm not good at any of the things I'm trying to do. Right. But I don't agree with that, but I, I know I agree with that thinking like that. I think that too, like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. the I don't know. I don't know what, maybe it's just, it's like the curse of our generation, right? Like yeah. that's, that's what yeah. we're here to do now is to just, I mean, I think about that all the time. Like the amount of things I do in a day, would take my parents 10 lifetimes to figure out (laughs) like there's no possible way they could ever figure out the things that i do and that's not me like sucking my own dick 
Cause like obviously like I don't doesn't matter sometimes <laughs> like it's like you know what I mean like it feels like I'm like spinning my wheels like like it does with anybody but oh, like yeah. it feels like I'm at the same point I was yeah. like before I went to college yeah and you think it, spinning wheels would be good because it's like a cool burnout but it's not being burnout in life sucks it's not a cool burnout with me I'm just stuck in mud I'm just kicking mud yeah. I, I feel like not to put it all on the boomers, but why not? Like who fucking uh, you know you know me. <laughs> yep. But like, you know, the millennials were raised uh being told that there was some sort of consistency and rhythm to life where Right, like, and there's not. Of course you go to college because then you get the job and then right. you get the you get the security and then, you know, you're set. Like but even if we followed that, which none of us, I don't, well, Jeff, you, you had a job for like, you, you had an office job for a while. I and I had an office job for jobs. Long. Yeah. <laughs> like even, even if you try and follow the get in with a company and you'll be set for life, there's no consistency there. Like right. e- all security is just a big fucking lie. And like, even it's my all friend, a lie. it's all been a lie. Yeah. <laughs> even my friends who are working jobs and like, you know, have been working at the same place for six years. They don't feel secure. They don't feel like they're, they all, right. everyone feels like they're scraping by. Right. And like, we're <laughs> in a way we're lucky enough to also question the fact, are we good at what we do? Cause for right. some people it doesn't matter if they're right. good at what they do. <laughs> yeah. I think about that too. Like, and I, and I know Jeff, you and I talked about this before where, I don't know if we were on the podcast, but like where it's like, well, if it none if none of it matters, like you might as well just like do what you want, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But that doesn't make your life any like easier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that doesn't make like you have security or like no, health insurance. If, if you know you're not I mean? gonna have security or health insurance or anything anyway, you may as right. well just do what you want to do. Why would I? Yeah. Why would I work for somebody else and not have health insurance? Right. Yeah. Welcome I just, to the real cast. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, fucking sorry, guys. This is sorry. nothing to do with Colin's email. I just realized, like, I haven't even looked at my computer screen since we started talking. I had to make sure that I was still recording, and I was like, oh, shit, we are. Oh, no, we have to put all this in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is just a nice little window into the fact that uh, we're all sharing a very similar experience. Yeah. That's- at, that's we- actually comforting. It <laughs> is. We're not alone. Um, but it sucks. <laughs> it's not great. Um, he, you hey. should join our Patreon. <laughs> hey, we're all we're all going down on this ship that's sinking. But at least it's also hot. <laughs> yes, it's not. A, we're not freezing to death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we might burn to death, but that's better. How fucking sad. <laughs> um, he has a PS. Okay. I also wanted to thank all three of you th- for the advice you gave me when I wrote in about imposter syndrome. Aww. I've oh, actually yeah. since managed to find a great job in my favorite city. Oh, congrats. There dude. you go. That's awesome. Don't listen That's to anything cool. we just said. <laughs> uh, it's because of this that I'm happy to support you guys at patreon.com slash podcast. Again, Thank you so that's patreon.com slash podcast. That's great. Thank you very much. I, we really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And uh, it's sorry about the... <laughs> about the ramblings of our inner demons. Welcome to Demons Cast. <laughs> Are we real people, or are we just constructs of ourselves? What do you think happens when we die? I hope nothing, because I hate it. (laughs) I think (laughs) that we turn into robots. Dude, awesome. And then we have to work in the Ford plant. (laughs) 
<laughs> if there is a Ford plant. Ooh, finally. Finally a steady career. Finally. <laughs> finally something I'm good at. Our, uh, our next email is from Noah Gribben. Hi, Noah. Who Hi, says, Noah. Hi, Josh. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Hi Kevin. <laughs> First time yeah. emailer. Long oh, time listener. Really say that. Awesome. Um, y'all some funny dudes. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you Thank for finding you. us funny. We just spent a long time wondering if we were funny out loud, so... Yeah. Which might be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm very much looking forward to the conspiracy cast Josh referenced in emails episode 29. Oh no, this they the, want it! This is the kind of tangent cast media that I would be quick to become a patron for. Oh Whoa. no! Griffin. I should just like get a uh, I want to believe poster. I would actually just... love to do an episode where like you actually talked about the stuff that you like not not the stuff that you like believe in, but like that I know too. a ton about like, but, like a bunch of the stuff that you've like researched and been into. Yeah, so we so Mike and I I might not be able to like I don't whatever. Mike and I like did some things for the uh uh a channel on cable that you may know as being very conspiracy heavy <laughs> uh, i wonder what channel he's talking about it's it's one of the, the shows is a uh they drive trucks on ice it's that channel <laughs> uh, uh, uh. uh and we had to like talk to like people who like um really are into like aliens and stuff and we like mike and i always like that stuff anyway Mm -hmm. so i would love to talk about this shit i love that shit it's so fun to talk about and people get so mad (laughs) i actually find it fun i really do it's it's super fun but like like i played professor naysayer to try and rile josh up the last time But I, I mean, do I find still it believe really all fun it. to talk about. It's all true, Jeff. It's all it's true, all Anunnaki true. Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. You're here, sent here by the men in black to sway me. Nice try, government. Jeff Anunnaki. <laughs> dude, I talk about dude, the real men in black? That shit's fucking fascinating. Yeah. You mean the cartoon? No, like like the re, like there's like men in black. Like that's what oh, they yeah. call yeah, them. Oh yeah, Kevin, they, you dumbo, he means the movies. They uh, look, the 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 people who like show up to make things seem more ridiculous. Yeah, actually. they like yeah. act crazy and they look weird, like they shave their eyebrows and it's fucking crazy. Like that's a great episode of X Files too. That's uh yes. Junks from Outer Space. That's an incredible It's episode. fucking Jesse Ventura and he's just spouting off bullshit facts and shit. Yeah. Dude. What you it's probably great. saw was the planet Venus. Venus and swamp gas escaping <laughs> dude so good i mean yeah uh, i think we've seen firsthand that the best way to cover up the truth is to make everyone involved seem ridiculous yeah like what's going on right now that's doing that anything gonna come to mind oh you know <laughs> nah probably not <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, that's cool man i i've heard like i've i've heard you tell some stories and you are very convincing about this whole aliens thing like <laughs> I have to. You have to be careful because people are like, "Oh no, he totally believe." Like, I, honestly, like I said to Jeff, like if you if someone told me like, to, if like the news tomorrow was like, "Oh no, aliens have existed," I'd be like, "Yeah, okay, that makes perfect sense." I could, I could imagine them being out there, but like looking, but like looking at like what we're up to right now, them being like, "Nah." 
That's yeah, how I they feel might... about it. Like humans suck so bad. Why would aliens come here? But what if they like made us? Like what if that they was... put us here? Then I that would was... be very disappointed if I was them. <laughs> That's so human of you. That was one of the things I wanted to like explore in um uh pretend friends season one yeah it's like humans are the worst like, right most colonial shitty thing yeah we galaxy. never change right <laughs> yeah we're we're the aliens we fear coming to visit us yep yep it's just us but <laughs> yeah, from the future I absolutely love that <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> it's very uh another show that jeff doesn't want to watch <laughs> riverdale <laughs> I mean, I think you want to watch Riverdale. <laughs> After I've seen some gifts that have been sent my way, I know I want to watch me some Riverdale. Yeah. Oh, I didn't send you the one of Archie just running. <laughs> Look at this fucking get this guy who plays Archie. <laughs> Spin it up. Give me that. Go ahead and we'll look at a gif on a. Uh, oh, I remember on a this podcast. last gif you sent us. I like that one. Um. <laughs> I've been looking at this the whole time, and sometimes, sorry, this is boring to hear me listen, to listen to me talk about the gifts I'm looking at. Oh, damn, that's a shirtless boy running. That kid is, like, cranked up, man. With, with this with this gift quality and that haircut, he looks kind of like jacked Frankie Muniz. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he does. Oh, right, this no. This is the your hosts look at a gift cast. That's what people like. Jeff, people like gifts. They love talking about gifts. People love that three people on a podcast can agree on hard G pronunciation. <laughs> GIF. Yes, I will never say Jeff. That's peanut butter, motherfucker. Same. I, I'm very soft on GIF or Jeff. I don't give a shit. It'll all be gone anyway when we're dead. So who cares? It's called a web M. <laughs> um, our next email is. <laughs> from james o'fallon okay who says another james says no time for the preamble this is boston sean's pitch it or ditch it oh fuck he's getting (laughs) right in tos the enterprise discovers a badly damaged alien vessel kirk spock Chekhov, and mccoy investigate bones finds desiccated bodies attached to machinery and spock relays that this vessel is over 200 years old there's a enterprise episode like this Way to go, James. You fucked it. (laughs) Uh, The gang uncover a humanoid female whose body is a mixture of cybernetic implants and organs from nine species. Oh, God. Is this the queen? Is it Borg Queen? I'm scared. She wakes and attacks Is she sexy, though, like the Borg Queen? (laughs) Kind of into her. The Borg Queen is just shoulders and a head with a spine. (laughs) Into it. That's all you need, baby. Into it. It's missing all the best parts. I don't know what you guys are getting. (laughs) That's more woman than I can handle, Jeff. Uh, I'd make her spaghetti dinner. (laughs) It would just fall out of her neck hole. Yeah, that means she loves it. Um, She wakes and attacks Chekhov, infecting him with an unknown virus. The group beams out. A wormhole opens as a massive ship exits it. The ship captures the Enterprise in a containment field and tows it through the wormhole. Where's it going? Bones figures that he, the seemingly incurable virus that infected Chekhov was being researched by the original vessel in an attempt to cure it, capturing dozens of species in the process. The away team beams onto a nearby space station and spies the cybernetic woman who dispatched the station's crew with ease. The away team fights their way through an army of reanimated humanoids under the control of the woman 
and find themselves in the main control room of the station. The commander of the station turns out to be the primary researcher on this virus and the woman's father. What? She crashes through the door and her father attempts to destroy her to no effect. The away team manages to subdue the woman briefly before she can kill her father as she says, we must continue our evolution. All will join me. Spock retrieves some blood to cure Chekhov as the crew escapes while blowing up the station behind them. Spock notices an escape pod from the station was deliberately pulled into another wormhole and Bones speculates that should she continue to evolve and absorb other species, resistance to such a race would be futile. Oh, I called it. Uh, I can't take credit for this as it comes from chapter one of the official Tokyo Pop Star Trek manga. Oh, nice. There's also an Enterprise episode where they find the remains of the Borg ship on Earth from First Contact in Antarctica. So it's very similar to that. I like that. I like that a lot. That's cool as fuck. I think the zombie, like, slaughter fest is a little, um... Manga-y? Yeah, it's a little manga-y. A little Tokyo poppy. A little Tokyo poppy, yeah. It's a little, it's a, it's a little Abramsy. We're like, we gotta spice up this right. mystery. And if they it's were like, maybe they, it would work because they're proto Borg. I, yeah. I like to think the Borg are like really old and not that young. But like, I, I appreciate a good like, here's where the Borg might come from story. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll pitch that shit. Yeah, I like that. I, I, I had a, I had a fun time, and it, you know, knowing the twist doesn't make it a bad story. It no. kind of makes it even yeah. more exciting. So. Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, I'll pitch that as well, even though it is from a Tokyo Pop manga. <laughs> <laughs> They're not very good. <laughs> Blam! <laughs> click, click, boom, boom, click, click, clice, clice, boom. That's, uh, <laughs> uh, that's signed Ensign James O'Fallon of the USS Icarus. A very that's unfortunate James. name for sure. Cool. Yeah cool ship though it's the only ship made entirely out of wax the uss kid icarus <laughs> the only that's the smartest joke you've ever said on anything kevin i love that the only ship made entirely save money save some money money's tight in post scarcity or at least that rom acid won't get through it it's completely immune it's just wax dude fill up some missiles with that acid <laughs> Dude, right? That's a good idea. Fucking photon torpedoes and shit. Um, Our next email is from Boston Sean. The original. The OG. Wow. It's entitled A Little Pinch Pitch. Pinch Pitch. Like a little dash of pitch. A little bit of pitch. I said pitch. Pitch, I said pitch. Uh, (laughs) Trek Trio. Big fan mm-hmm. of lying Vulcans here. <laughs> I just can't seem to shake off this cold. I've tried everything. Shower, sleep, alcohol, nothing seems that's to work. Not gonna that's the ones I gotta help you. <laughs> but anyway, I have a quick pitch it or digit. Y'all ready mm-hmm. for this? Pitch it, pitch it, ditch it, pitch it. Copyright M Class Podcast. It's parody. Scotty needs some dilithium and fast. Sensors show a nearby planet is resplendent with the stuff. Kirk and (laughs) Scotty beam down to the surface only to find the inhabitants weary of them. Whenever a Mm. local sees them, they huddle against their children and are whisked away. Kirk is at wit's end and he corners one individual to ask who's in charge here. 
The local begins to openly weep until a child approaches from behind. Get away from my boy. If you can't play nicely, then don't. The child continues. Where It's this a is, Benjamin Button planet. There's an episode of TOS like this. Yeah, also Mork and Mindy. There's an episode <laughs> of um, Voyager like this. Oh, yeah. I always forget about Voyager because nobody likes it. Scotty and Kirk get sent to child care services and have to explain to the court system the misunderstanding. <laughs> Scotty gets his dilithium and off they fly on their next adventure. Oh my god. Uh, pitch it for the animated series. That's going straight to Quetzalcoatl. Um, I'm, I'm going to ditch it because it's already been done twice. I'm sorry, Boston Sean. Usually I like your stuff. I'm going to oh. pitch it for the animated series. I think that could fill 22 minutes with that. I'll, I'll pitch it. I, I feel like the ending needs to be rounded out a little bit because this is just a courtroom drama with children. Yeah. But Maybe a Satan can... shows up or two? Well, fuck. Maybe Double it pitch. turns out to be Megas 2. They've just turned in a big circle. <laughs> oh, this is the this is the Wizard of Children. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll pitch it if they have like a super grim scene of just... <laughs> How do they give birth on this planet? Oh, God, oh you're right. That's yeah. horrible. Wait, no, you're no, you're so you're kind of in middle age, but you give birth to a whole grandpa. <laughs> oh my God, that's disgusting. It's Benjamin Button, man. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that was Boston Sean from the Petty Transport Officer aboard the USS Tapon's radio program. Of course, Tapon. Oh, Kevin, did you say you pitched it? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll pitch it. All right. He wants to see that old man birth. Yeah, I got it. That's too old man it. placenta. It's two pitches and a ditch for you. Score it. <laughs> I want to see what the prop department puts together for that scene. It's the Horda, but they just cut it open. Our, uh, for the vagina. Uh, Neat. All Sorry, right, everybody. vagina. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. It's time for the main event. Oh, sh- what? This wasn't the... M- what? The main event. We got an email here from Rich. Oh, lore Smith Rich. Me. He's like a lore master at this point. He says, in the future justice system, the people are represented <laughs> by two separate yet equally important groups. The Trekkers, who mm-hmm. investigate the stars, and the boys, who drive the dune buggies. Dun, dun. These are their <laughs> stories. The stories of the Trek boys. Dun, dun. There it is. Track, track. I, I wish I had track, started track. these. They're harder to think of than the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, double J's and a K, if you're still there for emails. Nice, Hello. he is. Okay, here goes. Season 8, episode 10. Fuck, dude. There's been 10 of these? I don't know. I hope... It feels like there has been, like, not that many. But like that's because three or four. Right. Uh, Data and Picard are being chased down the corridors of the Enterprise by the Borg until they turn a corner and are surrounded. Before they can be assimilated, Picard ends the holodeck program. Yes, I knew it! (laughs) Data ponders if the Borg's singular consciousness will ever enable them to see another way. Peace, maybe. Picard says that there's always hope of that. But red alert sounds and both of them are called to the bridge. The Enterprise has arrived at the neutral zone, where a dead in, where a dead in space Rom, Roman, okay, where a dead in space Romulan warbird has drifted across the border. Get like, back on your side of the fence, idiots! I was like, damn, the Romans are a long way from home. <laughs> That's like TOS as fuck. 
Uh, right it's from, Roman times now. <laughs> it's the Roman planet. <laughs> there is an episode like that. Yeah, I know. Plato's stepchildren. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Riker, Worf, Data, and Crusher beam to the Warbird to find the entire crew dead. In such an advanced state of decomposition, it appears they've been dead for years. Ew, sick. Ew, ew. They stink. I breathe in Romulan dust. <sighs> Beverly suggests that until they can ascertain the cause, they should beam back to the Enterprise. In engineering, Data discovers a strange Romulan device attached to the Singularity-powered warp core and accidentally triggers it with a routine scan, engulfing the two ships in a flash of white light. What? Cut to titles. It's season eight of Star Trek TNG. They added lyrics in this season. <laughs> this is the time when we changed the song because people were getting bored of the old song. <laughs> also, here's Knight Rider driving in space. <laughs> and then Knight Rider drives by. Uh, the title of this episode is Recursive. Cool name. The singularity is destabilizing on the Romulan ship and a warp core breach is imminent. Picard. That's what you get for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Data, you fucking idiot. Stupid. Picard orders the crew back to the ship and tells Geordi to prepare an immediate jump to warp, but LaForge explains that's impossible. The matter-antimatter reactions aren't occurring at the right speed, causing the warp core to stall. <sighs> hate it when that happens. You gotta pop the clutch, Geordi. <laughs> <laughs> pop the... Let it out a little bit. You'll get it. You'll feel it. The new cars are tough because it's real smooth. You don't it's really know. It's a subtle know. dance. It's, it's a subtle yeah. dance. You'll get used to it, though. With little time left on the Warbird, Data hears his own voice in his head telling him how to avert the disaster. He, what? He does so, but can't explain what has happened. Oh, God. He's going crazy. <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the briefing room, Jordy and Data theorize that the ship is caught in a compressed bubble of time created by the Romulan experiment and their warp core. It's like filling an air with too much air. It's like filling a balloon with too many balloons. <laughs> oh my god. Time is passing much quicker in the bubble than outside, and they have approximately oh, 18 hours to escape the bubble before time dilation effects are permanent, and they all die from accelerated aging. Fuck. Cool. <laughs> that was That's how I feel when I wake up every day. <laughs> that was quite a different reaction. Fuck. Cool. 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 <laughs> Hot. Time is a construct. This is my fetish. <laughs> I'm into old men. Picard and Riker join Data and Geordi as they attempt a power transfer from the Warbird in order to get the engines up and running again. Once again, Data hears his own voice in his head, this time warning him that a console is about to explode. <laughs> little lamp shady there. What? He swiftly shoves Picard before he's consumed in flame, but an ensign behind them isn't so lucky. Bye, Ensign guy. Someone has to get blown up in the face when a console blows yeah, up. It can't just blow up. The, To be fair, the console had a knife hidden in some papers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck. Over Deadliest the, weapon. Over the next 18 hours, Data lets himself be guided by this inner voice, averting various disasters on the ship as mission-critical personnel and systems are saved at the expense of others. He's like a fucking superhero. Approaching the 18-hour deadline, Data is compelled by the voice to disobey orders and fire on the Romulan ship with seconds left. 
The ship is engulfed in white light once more. Data opens his eyes, still on the Enterprise, only to find seven other versions of himself manning positions on the bridge, even the captain's chair. The fuck, Data? This is fucking... This is like... Like a Pink Floyd video. (laughs) And they all start kissing. Oh, man. Pitch it. Pitch it. (laughs) Uh, uh, Hard pitch it. Uh, Captain Data informs our Data that the Enterprise crew are dead, that he failed to save them, and that this crew of Datas all suffered the same fate. There are 400 time-displaced Datas on the ship, all of them having tried and failed in saving their own ships. (laughs) What? Captain Data was the first Data to arrive at this time convergence. He's been there for over 200 years. That's awesome. Fuck yes. The Data crew have tried and failed to avert the destruction of the Enterprise on 400 occasions now by sending the next Data in the loop instructions through his internal chronometer. They hoped that the accumulated knowledge of the Datas could find a solution to the time bubble and save everyone, using each new Data as a trial and error experiment. It's like that movie, um, Tom Cruise is in it, they changed the name of it like five times so I don't remember. Live, Die, Repeat? Live, Die, Repeat was the first title and then they changed it to like, Requiem or something fucking stupid. I don't remember the actual name of it. Yeah. Captain Vanilla Sky. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Captain Data lets our Data look at the results they've gotten so far. Our Data comes to the conclusion that this Data ship is causing the time looping. The chronometer and Romulan experiment working in tandem to keep them repeating. Captain Data won't accept the blindingly obvious, insisting they can't jump to that conclusion. That while the Data crew exists, they can keep exploring other solutions. Mm -hmm. Our Data... Forever. It's like hell. It's fucking Sisyphus as fuck. You? Yep. Push that rock up there. So they're fine with it. They're data fisses. Mm. Our data refuses to comply, turning his chronometer off so he cannot be controlled, and fights his way past a crew of datas to get to engineering. He's almost disabled, a skinless shell by the time he is able to trigger an explosion by throwing his own body at the warp core. He's goddamn Terminator! (laughs) But not before sending a message to the next data in the loop. Nice. The next reset data stands in front of the device on the Romulan Warbird from the beginning of the episode, and instead of disabling it, instantly destroys the device attached to the engines, breaking the time bubble before it's formed. That's all you had to do, Captain Data. <laughs> Later, Picard enters the holodeck to find Data sitting with ten other versions of himself, debating history's greatest what-if moments. When Picard asks what he's doing, Data admits he wanted to know how many Datas it would take to corrupt his pure logic. Ooh. Picard tells him that everyone on the crew is a unique voice, and Data's one voice can be more valuable than ten. After Picard leaves, Data goes to delete the holodeck program, but instead saves it, clearly perturbed by the experience. Oh, he's fucking borging it up. Man, every episode this guy writes. so good. That was pretty fucking good. Uh, yeah. Rich. Richie Rich, I love your shit. (laughs) But when... When do all the data start kissing? Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, we don't know what happens behind closed holodeck doors. Look, I got a punch up for you. All the data start fucking. <laughs> like, to tell them apart, every data wears a different silly hat. <laughs> Birthday hat data is my favorite. 
<laughs> that's that's mainline data. <laughs> my, my favorite data is roguish beret data. He's wearing it slightly <laughs> tilted. Oh, French data? I thought he yeah. was French. My favorite data is straw hat data that also wears suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> He's folksy. <laughs> and now there's a clown makeup data? <laughs> they ran out of hats. On this shit. <laughs> can you name 400 hats? I can't. Man, Rich, every episode of yours is fucking sublime. I'm going to pitch it. I'm going to hard pitch that baby. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, there's no debate. Pitch it. Yeah, even even if the data's only kiss a little bit, I'd still pitch it. <laughs> Rich. That's, that's saying something, Kevin. <laughs> Rich, did you know that you're horribly wasting your talents by sending these emails <laughs> in to us? Yeah, he, he might know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he finishes out the email by saying, "Guys, thank you again for rekindling this absolute love of Trek in me. Thank uh, you for sharing it with us, and yeah. I, we get to read all these amazing episodes. They're great. Uh, I genuinely attribute that rekindling to you. So far as I'm concerned, these episodes are all dedicated to you both, as well as the mm. boys from the Discord that are a big part of my life at the moment." Oh my oh. god, that's amazing. Oh, that's so awesome. Now yeah. I gotta feel feelings about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was the data. <laughs> He'll keep doing these until somebody tells him to stop. Thank Imagine you. Imagine some Picard flute music as you read that. <laughs> oh fuck, now I'm gonna cry. Do them even after somebody tells you to stop. Yeah. If somebody tells Don't. you to stop, I'll kill them. I like the... I like the... <laughs> <laughs> I was, was going to say, uh, before the murder, uh, I was going to say I like the message of, like, don't always do what you're told. I love oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Be bad. Kiss yourself. <laughs> Kevin, that's not bad. There's nothing wrong with kissing yourself. Yeah. What would be bad about that? It's you. It's lip masturbation. It's I'm fun. kissing myself all the time. My tongue is in my own mouth all the it's time. True. I'm always Frenching. We're all always Frenching our, ourselves. Fairly hot. It's, uh, it's of course, signed Rich, Chief Mutineer on the USS Discovery, hoping that yes. self-destruct goes off any day now. Come on, Rich. Don't let us down. Rich has never let us down, and he never Blow will. up the Discovery. I, uh, well, stay tuned for next week's episode of Star Trek Discovery B. Oh, no. <laughs> Who's oh. the captain this time? I don't know. There's plenty of people to pick. It's Kirk again. Remember him? He's here. But it's played by a third actor. <laughs> Our next email <laughs> is oh from God. David S. Okay, David S. What time are we at right now? Okay, our last email <laughs> yes. is from David S. Ah, uh, no, we got one quick one afterwards, but okay. David S. says, hey, bestest boys. Bestest boys. That's us. My friend borrowed my body and mind to watch the episode this week, but he watched the wrong one. What a fucking idiot. I couldn't what believe I had the wrong stupid memories after re-inhabiting my bod. What an asshole. <laughs> what? That's never happened to me, but I would be highly embarrassed if it did. Anyway. I know Josh has a good Zach and Mark Twain impression, but who can Jeff and Kevin do? Also, who can Jeff and Kevin do impressions of? Hey. <laughs> impressions are super hard. Oh, man. I do um, a million voices on this very program. Yeah, he does Hoteen. 
Have you ever heard his Hoteen? It's great. I've done Hoteen. I've done Drac. I've done Tapon. I've done that uh, trucker. You just did the space trucker. Yeah, you just did Rich. Yeah, I did a Rich impression. <laughs> He's English, I think, so that was a very poor impression. Kevin can do a good snorkel from Pretend Friends. I can, I can. I've I've studied under snorkel for a while. It's hard getting the snorkel right because it's it's me trying to do two like affectations yeah. at once. You're doing a like, lisp and like a, a British. Yeah, and sometimes I just, it just comes out. It's home very hard to do. It's kind like, of very hard to do. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be a little British boy, but then I pitch but him down. Pitch down but he but also down. says things like, he wants to say words, right? Like tensile strength. It's tough. I used to do a lot of impressions for like my improv group, but uh, most of them escaped me. Except for one night, one glorious night, <laughs> I had an absolutely perfect Reagan. Like, Oh, dude, that's tough. Flawless Reagan, and it's never come back to oh, me. That sucks. You got touched by the spirit of Reagan. He was like, yeah. "Watch me inhabit this child." I can't even do it. It's so hard. Right. It's so it's, hard. Every time I try to like start it again, I like totally second guess myself. He kind of talks Reagan like a sounds. snake a little bit. Like he's yeah. like, like he's got that going on. It's tough though. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try, man. But like, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't have to do impressions. I'm not a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, impressions are so. I'm not good at them. I'm not. I can't do them. So I like doing accents. Accents are fun. accents are fun. Accents are fun. When, I'm terrible at them, but they are fun. Yeah. <laughs> when I did when I did theater, I actually trained for months to do an Irish accent. Yeah. And that has mostly left me. Uh, That's till a now. tough but, one. But like learning it, like yeah. doing all the vowel sound replacements and, and stuff like that. That was really cool and fun. And talking to actually actual Irish people. Wait, and, those are real? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Where? Josh thought he was well, descended from like an ancient lost race. <laughs> uh you mean the, the Atlanteans? Yes, <laughs> Jeff. Numenorians, yeah. I can <laughs> A conspiracy, I believe. Yep. The, the Tuatha de Danu or something like that. I forget, what, I forget the mythical oh, Irish. The, yeah, there's like yeah, an the island. Tuatha de Danon. Yeah. Yeah. Something like I know, that. I know a lot about Irish shit. Because once, <laughs> once a white guy finds out he's Irish, that's all he fucking yeah. looks up for a while. Nah, I mean, yeah. That happened to me when I was a teenager, so. <laughs> like the Beatles. <laughs> What? I listened to the Beatles. Like when I learned about the Beatles, I didn't listen. I st- I didn't stop listening to it for like a year and a half. Oh yeah, well, that still happens to me sometimes. Oh I'm no, just yeah, like, it's Beatles time. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I never listened to the Beatles growing up because um, my dad was like super hardcore into like Nirvana and shit like that. And he's like, nah, the American Beatles. You mean? Beatles. Yeah, the American Beatles. The grunge Beatles. <laughs> grunge Beatles. The shitty Beatles. So, so, like, my Beatles are, like, Fastball and Gin Blossoms and Wallflowers. Oh, my God. Fastball? Fastball. I haven't I didn't think Fastball we... in a long time. What's I... super weird is Zane's husband was talking about Fastball, like, four days ago. Fastball fucking rules. <laughs> like, I love Gin Blossoms to fucking death, though. I won yeah, a trivia too. round the other week knowing who the Gin Blossoms was. Oh, my God. Because I'm Gin old. Blossoms are so fucking good. Um, Bottle Rockets was another one mm-hmm. played around my house a lot. Not many. Okay, okay. Uh, Not many Bottle Rockets fans. What about Cat Scratch <laughs> Fever? 
<laughs> I don't know. Could you hum a few bars? I don't uh, think I really remember that one. <laughs> I got it. Meow, 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 meow. That's, that's, okay, we're gonna. <laughs> 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 I can to, to circle back. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Jeff. I can, uh, I can do like impressions. Okay, like I've never been spectacular at any of them. I can do voices a lot better than I can yeah. do impressions. Yeah, impressions are hard because like they have to be pretty accurate, right? Yeah. Like, like I can do. Uh, Mickey Mouse, but anyone can do you it. Can you can do find Mickey the right Mouse. falsetto. You just go, Oh boy! Oh boy, Pluto! I sure hope Goofy dies in this one. Huh? Oh no! Oh, that was oh good. no! I hate fucking Goofy! I love this Mickey. <laughs> I love you. Oh, do you have a gun in your house? I'm gonna go have sex with my wife! <laughs> I'm gonna go have sex with your wife! <laughs> Um, okay, his email continues. <laughs> hey, remember when Data learned to be a comedian? He starts a joke that's like, a monk, a clown, and a Ferengi decide to go bowling together. What do you think that mm-hmm. punchline was? Also, how mm-hmm. did Joe Piscopo even know a joke involving a Ferengi? Uh, Joe Piscopo was so ahead of his time, he knew Ferengi. <laughs> that's why he was so unfunny, was because he was telling jokes like 300 years it's in the true. future, man. It had nothing to do with all of the copious amounts of drugs and steroids he was ejecting into his body hey, at all times. Hey, that guy was on SNL, and nobody who's been on SNL is unfunny. It's true. Especially not oh. any late-night talk show host that used to be on SNL. Yeah, who laughed through all their bits. Jimmy hate Fallon. Him. Fucking hate Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I also I also do not like Jimmy Fallon. Guys, what's with all the hate for Jimmy Fallon? Like he only just humanized the worst fucking right. villain of our yeah, time. The, yeah, the Hitler of America. Yeah. Cool. I didn't like Jimmy Fallon before that, so that tells you a lot about what that yeah. made my opinion of him go to. <laughs> I went to see Jimmy Fallon one time and it sucked. I went to see <laughs> Stephen Colbert once and it fucking rolled. Yeah, I should have done that. Why didn't I go do that? He I'm stood, an idiot. He stood right in front of me for a bit where he played an audience member. And yeah. he turned around <laughs> to me and he said, I hope you like the view of my ass. And he and said, I, do I? I said, of course. How long are you going to be there? And he laughed. <laughs> <laughs> you made Stephen Colbert laugh. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And I was on TV because like the little box in the corner of him like standing up in the audience... He runs out of frame, and I'm perfect dead center in frame for, like, fucking nice. eight seconds while the big nice. man going. And no cigar chump in Hollywood types are like, who is that young man? Find me this Jeff Pennington. <laughs> he doesn't laugh through his bits like Fallon. Who is that doughy white ghoul? Get him for me. <laughs> market research says ghosts are in this year. Find him. He's like Slimer, but white. That's me, baby. <laughs> Put me on your children's birthday cards. I got a lunchbox with me on it. So what's the punchline for a monk, a clown, and a Ferengi decide to go bowling together? Um, it, uh, um, there isn't the, one. Moving on. Turns out, the two. turns out it was a strike the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> no, a strike, but uh, those are illegal on Faranganar. Oh, damn, that's right. actually pretty good. There you go. 
fill in the blanks. <laughs> that is a Joe Piscopo joke, too. So It's unfunny as fuck. Since Kev is there, here's a question. Which video game genre do you think each Star Trek series could be expressed with? Or what would be a good combo? My first thought was like a tower defense game on mobile for Deep Space Nine, or a Power Stone-esque fighting game for the animated series. Oh my god, <laughs> that would make too much sense. That's a coddles everywhere. I, I feel like rather than go... Hold on, I gotta... Cat, stop it. Pause. Welcome to the podcast, cat. Sorry, sorry, my cat's on the fucking a podcast. A cat is always on the podcast, cat. <laughs> we, that's fine. the way it goes. Um, like I feel, I feel like instead of um, going through each series and like putting a game to it, I kind of like, I kind of want to see a Phoenix Wright esque TNG game <laughs> where you're doing space law. Oh, that would be like, awesome! That would be great. And you're like a space lawyer. Yeah, you're like a space lawyer. And, and there's different the- laws for like each planet you go to, and you have to like read about them. Oh God. Oh, holy we- shit! That would rule. That would, that would be so great. If we could ignore the question. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and just I, pick what video game we want to, we really want. Make that, yeah, out of that the Star I want. Trek universe, yeah. Which is what well, I, I feel like say. Would, <laughs> I feel like that would really fit TNG. Um, I don't know what to do for Deep Space Nine because I guess RTS, but that seems a little. They already have those. I was, yeah. I was being a hundred percent serious. I got an idea to pitch. Uh, <laughs> what is it? I think I've talked about this before. Like, I would love a hybrid game that has, like, some of the gameplay mechanics from the first Dead Space. Oh, yeah, you told and, me about this. And uh, the, like, uh, detective mechanics from something like L.A. Noir, but not as lame. Yep, and, <laughs> not as lame. Like, some sort of combination of those two things. Like, you go, uh, you're a Starfleet security officer alone on a space station with a bunch of like Klingons or a bunch of Romulans and you have to f- make your way down to like the pod escape bay that's your goal at the beginning Ooh, of the game Ooh, that's good also this sounds like maybe you're planning on killing me and taking over the space station that we're on <laughs> uh, but like the ju- thing is like the beginning parts of the game take place on the ship when you're headed to the space station and the more information you can gain with your detective abilities the better you'll be able to navigate the situation on the out of control space station. Shit. All right, Jeff. I'm, I'm have you it. played uh, Oberdin? No. Okay, so it's a mystery game where you are on a ship. Uh, the ship sort of rolls into a port, and it's a boat, conf- not a spaceship. A, a boat, not a spaceship. Uh, and you're an insurance adjuster, and oh, uh, finally, finally, my dreams have come true. <laughs> And uh, you have to figure out why no one's on the ship, and your only tool is a magical pocket watch that shows you how people die. That's awesome. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, but I and so you, you just sort of go through, like, you, you can walk around these, like, still, like, still frame scenes and, like, observe, like, you know, uh, there's, like, a gunshot and a bunch of smoke, and you can kind of see somebody's face. So you're like, okay, maybe this guy killed this guy. What's the name like, of this? Um, Return of the Oberdin. Is that the name of the ship? That's the name of the ship. Uh, Is it made Oberdin? Obra. O-B-R-A, I think. It's really cool. Like it's done Obra. in like... It's done in like um, one-bit style, but it's a 3D game. Oberdin is two out. words. Oh, look at this. Yeah. This looks cool as fuck. Yeah. Um, it's by the guy who did Papers, Please. Papers, Please of is course. a fun game. 
Yeah, if you like horrible bureaucracy, it's And fun. I do. <laughs> I mean, you could do paper, please, but you're, like, trying to undermine the Cardassian government. That's true. That sounds but you great. Don't, but then the game stops, and then they're like, you're bad at this, die, you're dead. <laughs> Like shit, you're right. I watched. I we did a whole podcast about it, and I hated it. And everyone's like, it, "I like it." And I was like, "I hate it. It's the, my worst nightmare." Paperwork. It's almost like there's nothing fun about being a snake Nazi. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Can't look at girls' butts anymore because it's like dudes' butts. <laughs> look at any butts you want. Look at all the damn butts. Look at everybody. That's why we have them. What a fucking weird take. Like you can't look at a girl's butt because then it's like you're looking at a guy's butt. That's exactly the, how that shit. It's just so fucking like. Look, crazy. I'll look at whatever so ass crazy. I want to look at, buddy. Like, what yeah. am I supposed to just look at not butts? <laughs> yeah, fucking Life's right. Too short yeah, right. for that shit. Yeah. Um, butt looking. But like, booty looking. I just want like a Starfleet security game where like you're investigating some space shit. That's what I want. <laughs> that would be cool. I want Roller Coaster Tycoon, but it's Ryza and everyone's fucking. Oh fucking shit! <laughs> Hell yeah! And it's also like uh, Leisure Suit Larry, but not weird and stupid and yeah. creepy. <laughs> if that's possible. <laughs> It's just, uh, you, what you're looking for is called a pornographic video game. Where are what they? It, what if it's Gangoro Girl? Oh. <laughs> with Romulans? Uh, <laughs> yep. I'm on board. Yep. Um, Nailed it. <laughs> uh, double anyway. Thanks again for all you do. It's so cool like whoa. Also, cool new podcast, Jeff and Kev. Hey, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Tune into that nice. podcast at OGOC Pod on the Twitter and on uh, SoundCloud. It's on iTunes too. It's got original characters. You'll like it. The first one's about Sonic. <laughs> Financially yours, David S., chief of Sloperations on the USS Chopped Beef Sandwich. <laughs> Chopped Beef Sandwich. Hell yeah, I love that. And it's that ship Sam Bwitch. Sam Bwitch. <laughs> They're really running out of names over there at Dude. Utopia Planitia. Fucking chief of sloperations. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Alright, our real last email of the night. Oh man. Is from Vitazen, who does the opening I know. Theme music on I met Vitazen. He's fu- he's Wait, the fucking best. What does he he's do the- with the theme for you guys? He does. Yeah, he did. He did. What the fuck? He let us use his amazing music That's for awesome. uh, OGOC Pod. It's awesome. I'm looking for something. Sorry, I'm going to find it. It turns out if you ask him, he says yes. <laughs> I know. Um, I was like, I'll pay you, dude, and he's like, Nah. <laughs> Just use it. Um, the title of this email is The Realist Boys of Trek. Fuck. Oh, and boys has a Z on it, so you know he fucking means business. That's what? <laughs> shit. What up? Your boy Vida here taking a brief pause from lifting heavy shit. Hashtag Night Gym. Hashtag Night Gym. Hashtag Night Gym. Getting frustrated <laughs> with teenagers, what I get paid to do, and making my bleeps and bloops. To tell you all thanks. Aw, thank, thank you. you. No real insightful email here. I just wanted to show some love to three stellar fellas. Stellar fellers. 
Though this year um, is kind of feeling like a clusterfuck at the moment, I'm really yep. excited for the future of creating, and especially seeing what's to come from you handsome boys. Oh, thank oh you. Oh, my God. Right. I, de- I, I don't know if, like, an hour ago was any indication, but I desperately needed someone to be excited about the future yeah, of creating. Yeah, please. <laughs> I can't. I'm just so tired. I can't be excited anymore. I'm so tired. Man, if I would have got that fucking gig, I would have been excited. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he says, all right, enough ass grabbing. Back to work. P.S. Great work on OGOC podcast. Signed, Vinny. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, he's, so, he's so fucking good. Think, he's such a good dude. Yeah, I think he did some nice. great work on OGOC podcast myself. Yeah, that track, uh, Kai, it, the is it's fucking awesome it's on his youtube channel and he's been uploading a bunch of new uh like synthy explorations that are really fucking shit i love it already you said the word it's vidazen v-i-d-a-z-e-n vidazen like yeah look at him too he did the soundtrack for uh a game i worked on called uh elsewalker and it's an incredible soundtrack and you can buy it from him but uh but you, you gotta go to his band camp and you gotta go to his Twitter and you gotta give him a million kisses digitally from far away. <laughs> wait. If you wait. would like to follow Vitizen on Twitter. <laughs> a million? A million. I can do it. If you <laughs> if you would like to follow Vitizen on Twitter, that's at underscore Vitizen underscore. And I feel your pain with those underscores, dude, because I had to do it too. <laughs> Yeah, well, some pretty boy has my name. Fuck you, Josh Anderson from Dallas. There are like 10 million Kevin Coles, and the most famous one is a DJ from Seattle, so... Is that you? <laughs> no. Well, you're the real Kevin Cole. I would like I'm... to picture that Kevin Cole looking exactly like you, but he's like a West Coast <laughs> Seattle douchebag who just has, like, braids in his beard and shit. I th- there's, uh... The the Kevin Cole that writes for the Chicago Sun is the most hilarious looking Kevin <laughs> Cole I've ever seen. I like there are no Jeff Penningtons that do cool things. Like if you look up Jeff Pennington, it's a bunch of old dopey ass looking white men. <laughs> you, you, you all right? <laughs> I'm just, it's just funny. It's funny because his last name's Pennington. Like, of course, they're gonna be old white. <laughs> I picture like there's a there's a hyper British Jeffrey. Pennington yeah, a jo- like a Joffrey sure. Pennington. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's what I picture whenever I hear Jeff's name. I'm like, wait, he's not British. No, I'm on like I'm on the third line down. It's it's that picture of a bunch of my art and then me standing next to a no loitering sign. <laughs> So that's what I'm known for on the internet. <laughs> I think you're known for more than that. I'm known for being not funny on podcasts. <laughs> Thumbs up. Roasted. <laughs> Got him. You know what? That's all the emails for today. I'm sorry if you wrote in and we didn't read your email. We got a fucking avalanche of emails in the past, like, eight hours. Yeah, but keep sending them, though. I mean, we'll try to get to all of them, but... Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you had if you had a really important question, you can always ask me on Twitter. Yeah. Where can they find I'll you, let you on know. Twitter? I'm at real Kevin Cole on Twitter because there are too many Kevin Coles. You're the real one though. Not I'm that the real Seattle douchebag. Yeah, 
Fuck you, DJ Kevin Cole. DJ. Unless you want to collab on something. Is that, in which case, <laughs> yes. Maybe that's bands. just his DJ name. Maybe his Maybe. DJ name is just DJ Kevin Cole. <laughs> he just picks yeah. like a random, like real person name. Everyone's like going a, with like DJ Laser. I'm going to go with a real name. <laughs> it's just like how the maker of Kevin the Hedgehog's name wasn't Kevin. He just thought Kevin was a cool name. <laughs> you can Kevin find out more cool about name. Kevin the Hedgehog on Original Characters Podcast, hosted by me and Kevin. Yeah. Uh, you can also send emails to us. Uh, not you'll find out about Original Characters if you go to the Twitter or whatever. You could send emails to M Class Podcast. Yeah. By shipping them on over to mclassemail at gmail.com, singular. All singular. Do it. Do it. It's never not been singular. I I agree with that. (laughs) I remember that it never was that. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thank you to Kevin for being here today. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you to Josh for being here forever. Thank you. I love you guys. I'm glad we got to talk about real things like how we're afraid of dying inside. <laughs> yeah. How we're afraid <laughs> not outside. How we're afraid of dying without ever mattering to existence. Yeah. Oh, that's the well, worst death. Hate to break it to you. Guess what? I'm going to live forever, bitches. Yeah. I'm just trying to leave some work out into the ether that people might like. It's all I want. Yeah, maybe one day, like, all of us will be like Van Gogh, and they'll just love us, but in our time, we'll be not loved. That's okay. I'm just the third caballero. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. Have Thank a great you. time. See you in a week. Bye. Bye-bye.